Oh, we oh we live. Man, let's get right into it, man. First of all, <laughs> what's up, good people? And thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio. Back in the building, got Sabrina on the ones and twos back here. here you know what I'm saying? I got my co-host, Water. <laughs> water is an excellent co-host. Make sure you're drinking all of this water every single day. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason we all exist. Don't ever forget that. When you're getting caught up in the riches and the materialism and political agendas and just all kind of flashy stuff, this right here, this simple ingredient of molecules is the reason any of this exists. Facts. So drink it. Drink it. Act like it's your lifeblood. Coffee is not your lifeblood. I see y'all lying. Water is the essence of wetness. It's the essence, <laughs> bro. It's everything. Without this, I wouldn't even be. It wouldn't even be no podcast. It wouldn't be no internet. It wouldn't be no podcast. Your favorite shows, your favorite purse, your favorite sweats wouldn't exist. <laughs> your pets, your beloved pets wouldn't even be here. They'd be drinking this water, man. Drink it. Love it. Embrace it. Hold it. We got a guest, y'all, as you can see. We got a phenomenal, phenomenal MC. My favorite Bay Area MC. And I'm not just saying that because he's on the show. Thank you. I mean man. it. I mean it. I'm like, yo, this dude got bars. Big bars. Ted dancing bars. You understand me? Bennigan's. All that. Remember <laughs> Bennigan's? Bennigan's, I remember Bennigan's, man. This dude, man, can rap. And not only that, not only is he a lyricist, skilled lyricist, he can battle, whatever. You go to his page, you can see. You got a bunch of people on your page right now because you're doing a challenge. Yep, you got yeah, the challenge Yeah, you got the going. challenge going now, so you got everybody in there barring up. This dude's the real deal. We got Locksmith in the building. Yeah, yeah. In the building. Tony Baker, what's going on, bro? First of all, thanks for doing the show. Absolutely, man. You got a million other things you could be doing, but you're here with us. Absolutely, man. Why the name Locksmith? Um, you know, I wish I had some uh, extra complicated, deep, yeah. thoughtful, third eye <laughs> meaning to it. Right. But uh, honestly, when um, my homies, when we first started rapping, uh, my best friend and my other homie, they were rapping... We used to, because I'm obviously, you know, I'm from the Bay Area. Right. Grew up in Richmond. Mm -hmm. And we had a homie that had a, a apartment um, in in San Francisco. Yeah. And they used to go over there to rap. And right. I, I was like, man, what y'all doing? Where y'all going? <laughs> the high pitch. And I'm like, man, where y'all going? It's like, oh, man, we, you know, we rapping. I was yeah. just like, and I had never, you know, joked around rapping, right. you know I me mean, as a kid, but never, like, tried to rap rap. How old were you at this time? Uh, this was right after high school. Okay. This was right okay. after high school. Fresh um, 18. Exactly. This mm -hmm. was right after high school, and I was deep in the hoop. You know what I okay. mean? I was hooping. You know, we were all in the hoop, but rap was kind of like, you know, it was just something they were doing. I was like, well, I want to learn that. So then they took me, and then after about two weeks, I want to mm -hmm. say the first rap that I wrote, because uh, at that point I was still writing down on paper. I was still learning how to, like, just, I didn't know, you know? Right. And the first rap that I um, recorded in the house, I said something like Lyrical Locksmith. Mm -hmm. And they had, you know, I, I didn't have a name, you know, because right. you had to come up with like a name. They was like, they just start calling me that, like, your name is Locksmith. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. that's a stupid name. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I want something like Method Man or something. Right, you know right, what I'm right, right, right. Tupac, you know? Yeah. 
But uh, they just say, nah, you locksmith, you locksmith. And then when we kind of start going around, like doing like little ciphers and stuff like that, yeah. people was like, yo, locksmith, that's a hot name. I was like, yeah. damn, maybe it is hot. Right. So it was kind of like a like a uh, like a nickname. It just kind of they was, it was given to me. Yeah, you know it was I mean? organic then. It was organic. Yeah, that's man. that's better than the the super deep joint because yeah, exactly. it came from a real place and it sound dope. Yeah, yeah. Like locksmith, you'd be like, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you were hooping. Uh -huh. What position did you play? Uh, small, you know, because I've been this height. I'm six five. Okay. So, um, I want to say I was a natural three. Uh huh. But you know, when you tall, when you're yeah. like eighth grade, now you're you four or five. You right, know what right, I mean? right. But then by the time I got to like college, play one year, uh -huh. um, uh, I was a three. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, by then my game started getting better. You know, I developed the outside shot. Right. I was balling. I had a couple, because I went to a community college for one year, and I had uh -huh. a couple interests um, from like, you know, Fresno State. Yeah, San Diego State like scholarships, but at, at that point it was kind of that's when I started taking rap serious, okay, rap more serious. So you chose rap over ball. Well, it wasn't like you know uh, Dean Smith was uh, knocking yeah. on my door, <laughs> but I, I did. It was make that choice. It was just like all right, my focus. I, I well, I will say you know what I chose my education. Okay, because I was just like you know what I'm not really tripping off a of plane you know, professional basketball, but right. I, I want to finish my education. So I transferred to UC Berkeley and I was like, Ooh. all right, that's my focus, education. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to get this done. I want to, you know, make my family proud. But right. at the same time, I'm developing, you know, uh, my artistry as a hip hop yeah. artist. Man, UC Berkeley, man, that's a, man. I'm a fan of that area. Mm -hmm. Me and her, we talk about the yeah, Bay like Area. The Bay. Yeah, like uh, We love it. Yeah, man. We Bay's wish beautiful. we lived up there, to be yeah, honest yeah. with you. Yes. Because we'd be like, the Bay. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we prefer it over Southern California. No disrespect to my, you know. But where you originally Southern. from? I'm from Chicago. Okay, because, yeah, I see you always post the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what part so of Chicago? I'm from the Midwest. Southside. My mom was from the Southside. Really? Chicago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to live on 75th in Indiana. So, I used to live in Chatham area, South okay. Shore, um, Bronzeville, so all over that area. Dope. So she, your mom, did she move out to Cali? Yeah, she was the first person from uh, my mom's side of the family mm -hmm. to move from uh, the Midwest, from Chicago. She's originally from Tennessee. Okay. Then went to um, Michigan for a second, and then basically, like, before yeah, before she came to California, she was a... Uh, she was in Chicago, yes. Yeah. My uncle's family, all they all still out there. They still out there? Yeah, so You got the Chicago That's that connection. Side I don't, yeah, they all in Chicago yeah. and, and uh, Detroit, Pontiac. Okay. Yeah, so they yeah. out there in the Midwest. Yeah. Man, I was born in Michigan. Yeah, you so man. it's like, boom. Then went right back to Chicago and then ended up west in New Mexico first, then Cali. There you go, yeah. yeah. So your mom moved from Chicago to Richmond? Yep. Yeah, Chicago. Well, straight. Chicago to Berkeley or something like that. Okay. She met my dad. They got married, and then they moved to Richmond. Oh, then they moved to Richmond. Yeah. Why Richmond? You know why? I don't know. You know, back in the day, I guess, I mean, just from my historical knowledge, yeah. Richmond was like, um, it was like a bustling area. You yeah. know what I mean? After, like, the World War II and all that area. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it started, like, kind of coming up. It was yeah. all these seaports and all that kind of stuff. Right. So Richmond was cool. It was a good area. But then I want to say around the '80s is when yeah. it got. I is when it got happened. hood. The jobs left. It, it just the same cracked. Mold. 
Oh, crack. <laughs> Good old Drugs. crack. Good old Oliver North. <laughs> hey, messing up the community. Good man. old uh, government. Because, yeah. you know, Richmond, Richmond, California, for those that don't know, it's kind of infamous for crime and, yeah. like, you know, being no, dangerous. No, dude, it's, it's no joke. Like, yeah. like, Richmond is, everybody in Richmond is from, their families is from the South. So okay. everybody's from or Chicago, in yeah. the Midwest or the South. So they uh -huh. either from Louisiana. Matter of fact, they call North Richmond uh, the Nawlins. They call it, uh, you know what I mean? They That's where Master P opened his record store. Was in Richmond. It was in Richmond, yeah. Well, San Pablo. So another little story is a lot of people mm -hmm. don't know. When I was a kid coming up, when I was hooping, Master P was still in the Bay. Yeah. He was still hooping uh -huh. and still doing his music. Oh, wow. And he used to come around to the high schools and the, uh, and the schools and the malls and give us his um, CDs. Yeah. And his flyers. Not, excuse me, not his CDs, his flyers. He'd be like, uh -huh. yo, pass out my flyers and da-da-da-da. And we used to, uh, Silk, he used to hoop with Silk the Shocker. Oh, wow, okay. And all them. And then uh, one day um, we was up at uh, UC Berkeley. Uh -huh. This is back, remember when Jason Kidd and all them was playing for, yeah. for Cal Berkeley? Mm -hmm. So we was youngsters, obviously. We used to sneak in the gym, <clears throat> the, the uh, university gym, to to get run with like the, <clears throat> excuse me with like the hoop players. Yeah, Jason Kidd, Lamar Murray, all them, and you know you know we like thirteen years old maybe right. something like that. But we tall, you know I'm the same height I was now six wow. five. You know so we want to get in the, get in the, with them. Yeah, and they uh, some other dudes tried to punk us off our like nah because we had next and they was like nah you know get them up off of here. Right, and P was like nah man these my little homies from Richmond make sure they run you gonna run with us. Okay, and we got on there and got the hoop and it was just like oh so I never forget Master P for that. Yeah, man. he stuck up for us. That's dope man. <laughs> Man, I got the utmost respect for Master P and what he was able to to do and like the stories I hear about him yeah. are always pretty like dope. Like you you don't really hear about Master P ripping off his artists. Well, a lot of people in Richmond would disagree with you on that. Oh wow, for really? Talk <laughs> well, about it. <clears throat> like I was like obviously this is before my time, mm -hmm. but P from a lot of people that I know, like in studios and other people. Uh, that was working with Pete, either yeah. directly or indirectly. A lot of people was like, "Yo, P kind of just like came here, and he did, you know, and he 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 was he was using the producers. He kind of took the information and took the producers oh, some of the things, okay. and then once he took, then he went back, yeah, and he got stuff popping. And I guess he was still. A lot of people said they owed him money still for certain things. Oh, okay. So a lot of people kind of like, you know. It was bittersweet. A lot of people, I think yeah. he may have reconciled with some people, but some people still like, you know what I mean, upset. So I don't know the details about that, but some people definitely. I remember coming across, um, you know, back in those late 90s and those times, mm -hmm. you know, because we was kids, so we just be playing like certain masterpiece songs, Ghetto right. Trying to Kill Me, that type of stuff, about it, about it. And they'd be like, man, don't play that shit. You know what I mean? I'm uh... like, what happened? They're like, yo, P did this. And I'm like, damn, but... You know, but he was cool with that situation with us. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Silk was cool, knew him back from hooping and stuff like that. I, I get it now because it's like, okay, they felt like he came, kind of kind of used, used Richmond to get his feet together, get his yeah, thing yeah. popping, and, was and like, he dipped out. Because he was working with a lot of producers, yeah. all from Richmond, all okay. from the Bay. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Even when he was still in New Orleans, he was still working with those producers. Okay. And then, for my knowledge, and I could be correct, I could be incorrect on some of the details, but right. that was kind of the that was the that was kind of issue. The, the kind of the issue. Yeah. Dang. Ain't uh, what Yuck Mouth is from Oakland. He's from Oakland. Yeah. So the Loonies are from Oakland. They from Oakland. Oh, I was thinking they were from Richmond yeah, as well. Yeah, they from East Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where's Mr. Fab from? 
North Oakland. Okay. So are you the you the are you the flagship? Hey man, you call it what you want to call it. I mean, Richmond. Richmond you know, we cat? never had anybody. I mean, you got some of the younger uh, some some of the younger cats mm-hmm. that's gonna come up. Um, a lot of new youngsters is coming up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? I mean, but we got a lot of. But we've had some people uh, from back in the day that laid kind of the foundation uh, for Richmond. But you know, I'm still here, man. Yeah. I'm you still, still live in Richmond. No, I live in Oakland now. Oh, you live, live in, Oakland. in Oakland? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I love Oakland. Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Oakland is... Bay Area, man. Yeah. Just... I got caught in an actual sideshow the other day. Oh, for real? A real sideshow. <laughs> I was like, damn, niggas still do this. I was Whoa. like, damn. Yeah. How like, long you been in Oakland? I've been in Oakland for a while, man. Um, at least 10 years. Okay. I've been in Oakland. Uh, but, you know, Richmond is still, you know, it's, yeah. it's a hop, skip, and a jump. Right. You know How... what I mean? What, what's Richmond like? Like, living there, like, growing up there, living there... What's what's it like? Like well, I, I grew up in Crescent Park. Mm-hmm. Now, when my mother and father, you let my parents tell you, this was a nice neighborhood when they first grew up. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like affordable housing mm-hmm. for you know what I mean, which was obviously helped out my parents at that time. You know, but then like we talked about of the outside influences, the um, you know, the crack era, all these type of things. Yeah. it became a hood. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like a pro, it's basically a projects. You know, and um. But when I was growing up, it was like kind of, you know, when you're talking about the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, going into the 90s, it was just, it was still decent. Yeah. But then it was just, I just remember when it was like, you know, drive-by shootings became a thing. Yeah. Like, like oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? You can't, you got to, but when you're growing up in it, you don't really realize it. You're right. just living life. You, you just, just thought that was regular life. Yeah. We yep. out playing football in the streets. And yep. then it's just like, duck, it's cars coming or mm-hmm. this or that, you know? Um, I remember seeing one of our close friends f- for the first time get arrested for selling dope. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like, yo, they got such and such. You run to the park. You know what I mean? People in Richmond know East Shore Park. You run to East Shore Park and you see like, I was like, damn, that was the first time you see that. And then you start, it just, it, it just morphed literally like right. in a, in a, in a span of like five years, you just mm-hmm. went from being like this kind of community based, predominantly black community based thing where well, everybody's mama was like your auntie. Everybody would kind of help raise you, but then it transformed into it's that that element was still there. But then yeah. you had this nefarious, violent, right energy that was there. Like you know, you you you, you know, you remember them starter jackets? I used to have a bull yes. starter jacket. Yes, and I'm coming home from the bus stop. I gotta take. I gotta turn my bull starter jacket inside out because I don't want nobody to know. Yeah, right, ready to stand out because somebody not not on gang stuff, but just right. the fact that it's a. A starter jacket. Yeah, they gonna want to get that. You a target. Yeah, yep. you know your Jordans. Be like, Daddy, I'm wearing my Jordan. Pops, can you pump pick me up from school? Yeah, you know what I'm saying because yep. yo, I want to walk home with my oh, Jordans. Oh man. So that's that was that. It kind of it kind of changed around that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that was. But now, I mean, I'm not. You know, obviously, I'm an OG now. I'm mm-hmm. not in the streets. You know, right, I right, mean, right. I never was in the streets, but I'm not walking from the bus stop. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, yeah. Um, but it's still, you know, it's not. I don't think it's as violent as it was, but it go. It has. It's, it's ups and downs. I noticed on your album, that. you put <laughs> you put like a little uh, sound snippet in there of the the murder rate dropping yeah. in Richmond. Yeah. So is that trend still going? So that particular clip was from a while ago. If you listen to the clip, it was like the murder rate has dropped over until now. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. like, yeah, yeah. So I kind of wanted to signify like. It goes, but it'll come back just right. like that. You, know, you never know, because Richmond, like, obviously here uh, in Southern California, you know, you have the gang influence mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, that's been around for a while, but there it's just, you know, it's more turf base. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Neighborhoods, blocks. Exactly. And for a long time, you know, Mm -hmm. I worked uh, for a nonprofit organization, like tutoring, mentoring kids. Yeah. So we was trying to, like, you know, try to be, because I had that growing up, Mm -hmm. good mentors around. And I was like, look, you want to stick to this, you want to do this, you want to go to college, show you the way. So, you know, tried to give back and do that same thing. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, saw that, you know, like firsthand, like, yo, this is still going on. You know what I mean? It's it's still there, you know? Dang, man. You know, it's... Just Rich. how it's happening everywhere, you know. Because I went, I went to Richmond. Uh, what was it? Because I wanted to pull up to see if I could find where Master P's old record store was. It's in San to... Pablo, technically. Yeah, yeah I went San... to. I tried to find the exact address because yeah. I figured it wouldn't be there. Yeah, still, it's, but it, it's like a pawn. Is it a pawn or a church? Yeah, now? it was just like was you something. know something that wasn't really identifiable. Yeah, yeah. Were you with me? Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't mm-hmm. really get a bead on the yeah. exact location of it because mm-hmm. I'm, I love like landmarks and historical mm-hmm. shit, yeah, way. and I just be like, yeah. oh, so this was. Let me go look. Yeah. Or, like yeah. this is where so and so is from. Yeah. Let me go in here, and I like going to. I like going to the hood in every city that I go to. No limit records. Yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. so I had to. I had to view it because even though honestly, like, the majority of No Limits catalog mm-hmm. wasn't really my flavor musically. Yeah, um, I still res- respected the the hustle and the independent drive and the output, and I was just like, man, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And it really just you know emboldened anybody to you know just go for it and do it do it yourself. Yeah. From from a hip hop fan, a lot of the the production wasn't really my flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't really buying. The, yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, make them say uh and like uh, it hits. Some of the songs was undeniable for I, me. You know who I love? I love Mia X. Mia X because Mia spit. X could spit. Yeah, <laughs> Mia X was barred up. Like facts. Like I used to like we used to go to yo. Let's listen to what Mia X about to say. Yeah. You know she was gonna drop some bars. Right. You know what I mean, yep. Fiend. Fiend was man. Fiend has a song with currency called Flying Irons mm. that I listen to all the time. Mm. I love that track. It's it, a, it's an older track? It's like, uh, I would say, uh, I think I first got hip to it 2011, mm. 10 years. I was going to say it had to be like, earth, like, like 2009, yeah. 2000, probably something it from could, around It that could time. be that old. Mm-hmm. But uh, So you were 18, got introduced to, to rap, mm-hmm. and he was like, yo, let me, let me. So you never saw yourself... As a pro baller or an MC? Well, coming up, yeah, my dream was to, you know, play hoop. You know what I mean? Okay. That was my dream. But by the time I got to college, uh, rap had became my passion because I had okay. a younger, uh, excuse me, an older sister who was a rapper. Yeah. So she, you know, her name was MC Spice, and this is like back in the early 90s. Yeah. So she was doing shows, you know, Digital Underground, wow. 40, Black Alicious, Rest in Peace, Give yeah. Gab. Um, she was doing she was doing tour in Germany. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was just a kid seeing her rap. Uh-huh. Um going to the studio. Yeah. You know, following her dreams. And she was really dope. She was like kinda on some conscious stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And she actually, uh, Easy E wanted to sign her. Really? Yeah. Remember the group Holes with Attitudes? Yeah. Like, the Easy E and my sister was like, nah, I can't do that type of thing. Uh, so they were looking, they were looking to put that group together. Okay. And my sister was just like, that's not what I'm trying to do. Okay. You know, she was more on like trying to um, you know, do some she was like street, but it was more like conscious street. Right. You know what I mean? Like that nineties. Yeah. Like nineties, I feel like uh, most rappers had that that element as opposed to the other one. Yeah. yeah they had that that yep. so she was doing that. And so I kind of saw her, but it didn't really, 
I didn't think it was something I would do, mm-hmm. you know. And then obviously once I kind of I just kind of fell in love with it, man. Yeah. I just kind of fell in love with just the, I always loved hip hop, always loved music. Mm-hmm. But around that time, you know, I just kind of start coming into my own. And I just start getting more into hip hop, you yeah. know. Nas, uh, of course, Pac, Tupac. Uh, I'm mean, excuse me, a Wu Tang. Yeah. Um, like I was just getting into the lyricism, you yeah. know what I mean? Big L, uh, because my sister was more she she loved West Coast stuff. Okay. So she was playing like Easy NWA, mm-hmm. Short, all yeah. that kind of stuff. My brother, my older brother, was playing EPMD, okay. Big Daddy Kane, yeah. KRS One. Uh-huh. So I was like getting both sides, yeah. you know. So that was kind of like my influence. So then by the time when I started making up my own mind, I was just really into like Nas, Mob mm-hmm. Deep. Um, like all that kind of stuff. I was just like studying it. You right. know what I mean? Uh cannabis, uh mm-hmm. Jay-Z, then Eminem. You know, you know, yeah. this is, you know, you just start I'm just like I just start falling in love. Like, how can I make wordplay? I want to get better, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, man, that was that's how I kinda like I, then I just start doing it more and more, but I didn't think it would be like a career. Right. Yeah, it was just something you just had a passion for. Do you remember the moment or the album or because I remember like for me growing up two older brothers, my oldest brother, he was into, like, house music in Chicago. Mm -hmm. He would listen to, like, uh, in the 80s, it was different. It was, like, you know, a lot of pop stuff was played in the house. A lot Mm -hmm. of rock, a lot of pop, a lot of soul for my mom, some gospel. So I'm getting all these influences. And rap, my my middle brother, Scott, he was buying more of the the rap tapes. Mm -hmm. Audio 2, Public Enemy, Mm -hmm. Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. absorbing it. And so... You but I still be... TV raps. Oh man, your own TV <laughs> raps was on. It was that just was like, it. but I w- I was still just like, I like rap, mm-hmm. and it's all we were listening to at school. You know, Chicago we was all black kids, so yeah. it was just like, you know, we we all knew the words to "Love's Gonna Get You" by KRS. Oh, classic. We all knew the words, and mm-hmm. so, but still, hip hop didn't feel like my own yet. I yeah. still feel like I was just. Same leeching thing. on to my brother's taste. Same thing, yeah. And so then, the moment where I became, where I felt like th- this is mine, this is what I'm really into, mm-hmm. was just like you said. It was it was end of the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers. Mm-hmm. It was Illmatic. Yep, Illmatic. It was uh, Southern Playlistic Cadillac Music. Mm. Th- that was the moment where I was just like, Yo, I love this shit. Yo, this is. I mean, think that about that. Think about that. I mean, you had, like you said, you had Outkast first album. Right. You had Nas. Mm-hmm. You had the Fugees. Right. You had Wu Tang. You know what I mean? This was all like come with like '97 or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, it was it, it was written, but all those oh, albums, it was, it was just yeah. like you know what I mean? It was just like man, it was hip hop heaven. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like, and that was the moment where it was just like, yo, I. That's when I really got into it, where I really wanted to. I wanted to buy everything. I wanted to absorb everything. Because mm-hmm. before that, it was just mainly like R and B for me. Mm-hmm. And then that's that Wu Tang Clan. That was the moment where it was just like. That's weird that you say that because mm-hmm. I wonder why that is. Because I was the same. I feel like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You grow up. You. I was more banging like R and B stuff. Yeah. And then when you get to be like a teenager, a late teenager, mm-hmm. that's when you start. Cause I, I was becomes this was ninety three, mm-hmm. so that I was about sixteen, mm-hmm. fifteen, sixteen, then mm-hmm. ninety three. I think if I'm doing the math correctly, so I'm still in high school. I'm listening to Mary J. Blige. I'm listening to Intro. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to like intro. Heavy D. You remember <laughs> Intro? Intro. I'm dang. listening to that stuff. Heavy Tony, 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 Sons of Soul album, and then my I mom get, used to do their hair. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. My mom had a beauty salon in East Oakland, and she used to do Tony, Tony, Tony before they, when they was just a band, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like a high school band, just trying to get it, get, get it popping. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. But you know what? I think it probably was because rap wasn't dominant, wasn't on the radio back then like that either. All the radio stuff was mostly, you might you might have like MC Hammer right. and stuff like that. One yeah. or two songs. Vanilla Ice. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or you <laughs> yeah. might have like a, you know, just a random, um, what was that? Let the music take control. Like that, oh, yeah. those type of like songs that might be on the radio, but like right. it wasn't rap. So I feel like probably as kids, that's all we was used to was like the R&B video soul. Right. Remember that? You yeah, I, mean? I used to love video soul. But then when rap start becoming, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. we start getting older, we could choose what music we wanted. Yeah. Then it's like, all right, I'm about to go buy this. You Because know those mean? sales started to really skyrocket with like The Chronic. Yeah. Like when The Chronic came out, it was just the like, first one or The yeah, first one. The first one, yeah. yeah it came out like 92. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, it was it was selling. Mm -hmm. And then after that, Doggy Style just was like Blew it a record setter. So it was yeah. just like, yo. Hip hop is a real it's pop. Yeah, this is pop force. Yeah. Outside of, you know, MC Hammer. No mm -hmm. disrespect to Hammer, but it was very like everybody could get the Hammer album. Yeah. You could take that to your grandmother, you could take it home to your family. Yeah. But like you, you want to play the chronic, the, you don't want to play the dirty version of G thing. <laughs> oh man, the chronic and doggy style. You your grandmother like, hey, turn, turn that off. Yo, my mom caught me with NWA uh Easy Does It. Oh yeah, I bought it from uh, Swap Me or from the flea market or something like yeah. that. My mom called that. She was like, I was listening to it in the headphones. She was like, What is this? She was just, yeah. I mean, it was like a whole <laughs> family meeting. I was just like, right. and she just took the tape away. You know, I don't want you to listen to this. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and then I just went and bought another one. Yeah, I mean, of course, <laughs> you had to. It was just like you know, you had to. It's funny because I was the opposite, but I, you know, growing up in New York. The radio station was playing hip hop. Oh, okay. So like, had, like yeah. tough. Like, I was hearing like um, Mob Deep as a kid. I was hearing like Wu Tang, Young, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. like I was all about that. And then I got into R and B once I got boy crazy. After, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like once your heart mattered. Once I was like, boys is looking nice. Yeah. But New York is different though. I mean, you know, New York like that's the foundation. That's the you know what I mean, mm -hmm. so that's y'all. That's y'all. Y'all made that. You know, yeah. so that's part of that's the cornerstone of what we didn't even have hip hop, at least in the Bay. I know we didn't really have like we had the wake up show. That was mm -hmm. it. Shout out to Sway and Tech, you know, yeah. Friday night or Saturday night, whenever it was. I think they switched it around. But, you know, you wait till 10 o'clock. Yeah. That, and matter coming back to what we talking about. That's the wake up show. Right. Mm -hmm. That's when it was just like. Yo, like, stop what you're doing. I'm taping the wake up show. Yeah. At 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., whatever it came on, I'm listening. You're hearing all, you know, you're hearing the new Nas, you're hearing Razzcast, yeah. you're hearing Exhibit, right. you're hearing all this, you know, you start, and then they doing freestyles up there. Yeah. And you're like, yo, this was just like, oh. And then, and they used <laughs> to, um, I might be wrong, I know they did it a few times. They used to have a, a, a multiple cast where they would be, they would like place, it would be, not streaming because it wasn't no streaming right then, but it'd right. be playing on the radio with New York. So I think mm. they had some kind of connect with Hot 97 or uh -huh. wherever Marley Mall was at. Uh -huh. Okay. So what? So you would hear Sway and Tech, and then they would be communicating with Marley Mall on the air. Oh, so they wow. would be playing stuff. So you would get that New York. Yeah. So it'd probably be like midnight in New York, and it'd be like nine o'clock in the Bay. You know right. what I mean? So you're mm -hmm. in, and in LA. So they're like, I, that was like the dopest stuff. So you're yeah. hearing the exclusive New York stuff. That was the only pl time, place you can get it. You had to, you know, tape wow. it on your cassette mm -hmm. tape, man. 
that changed. Yeah. That's why I was just like, oh, this is the dope. It was all in, in, in that yeah. moment. Yeah. For sure, man. Yep, that was it. Man, and I noticed some... you lean more East Coast yeah. in, your, in your references, like as far as like the cats yeah. that you were into. And, you know, they tell me this all the time when I make my little favorite albums list. Yeah. Tony Bias, man. There's a lot of East you Coast. You are a little biased, though. The, <laughs> but it, it's, not, it's not really like a... A bias because I'm from the Midwest, so I can go I can go, go either sides. direction. Yeah, yeah. But it was just growing up, it was the style of rap, the style of production that I was just more attracted to in terms of like the beats. But see, I noticed rhymes. that with, with Midwest cats. Like yeah. Cats that I know from Chicago mm. or from like uh, you know, Michigan, Detroit, you got it's kind of split. You got some cats. That right. are more East Coast. Yeah. They like the East Coast, just straight up, yo, yo, we don't hear nothing, just mob deep, son. Yeah. And then you got the cats like, nah, pop, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's just, it's just kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. And the thing, the, the thing with Pac, a lot of people lose sight of, is that you know Pac is an East Coast dude. Yeah, he's from the East. Yeah. He just went out west, and you know that's where he got his feet together musically yeah. as an MC. Yeah. But when you look, at, when you listen to pre All Eyes on Me, Pac, it's very much in the vein of. Yeah. Public Enemy or like you know yeah yeah uh, it just bomb had a different squad. sound Bomb Squad yeah, yeah. it had a different sound so you know Pac didn't go super Holly, west you hear me yeah until All Eyes on Me yeah that's when he well put it to to be to be honest though here's the thing the mm -hmm. cast that was producing the beast was cast from Richmond ah see there we go you know what I'm saying so they so you gotta think at that time in the late 80s early 90s mm. the New York sound was pretty much the only sound yeah mm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. then what happened is in the 90s you had obviously you had Dre right you know but Dre's early NWA stuff sound like East Coast you know what I mean he was kind of taking like what Public Enemy was doing and, yeah but doing it in a, you know he was taking the samples and he was replaying them right you know what I'm saying where they was just sampling Dre was like nah we gonna <clears throat> definitely we gonna didn't sound like the chronic when he was doing the NWA beats, exactly. it sounded more yeah. It for sounded sure. more like that, and then he kind of figured like, oh, let me, you know, what I mean? let mm -hmm. me do it like this. But it was sounding like the Public Enemy type of stuff, but it was different. If you listen yeah. to it, he was adding different elements, musical elements right. that made it different. Then you had in the Bay, you had people like Forty, mm -hmm. um, Ant Banks, right, Sibo. Um, mm -hmm. They were creating that mob sound, kind of slower. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was kind of like you know them subs and them synthesizers and you know what I mean yeah. so it was that different kind of feel so that was being created at the same time right. but for the most part the dominant music was east coast music that was the really the only that, that was, that it, was yeah. it so if you hear those early Pac albums those was cats in uh the bay emulating emulating the sound because the that time. was that yeah. was hip hop you know what I mean that, right. that was in anyway so there really was nothing else and then it evolved obviously. yeah yeah yep. that's crazy yeah, man. So it was like, cause you know, everybody be like, man, Pac is West Coast, but it's like, you know, if you look oh, at man. his, if you look at his life trajectory, mm -hmm. you know, he's yeah, he's, he's from, everything. He's because yeah. everybody wants Pac. Yeah. Yeah. I love breaking. Wants, huh? LA, I love breaking L.A. cats' hearts, and I'd be like, <laughs> you know, actually, Pac, I mean, Pac was only in L.A. <laughs> for about a year. Yeah. yeah, that L.A. was the last piece. Mm -hmm. You know, he was in the Bay longer. Yeah. And then he came down to L.A. But before that, you know, yeah. New York, Baltimore. Yeah. And even his movies. Like, we, like... Our Juice. intro to him... Is Juice. New York. Yeah. yeah. Juice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Juice And he is, killed it. He fit in perfectly. Like, I believe him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Poetic Justice. No, poetic Justice, poetic he was justice. from the Bay in Poetic... Yeah. No, he no, went he, to the Bay. He went to the Bay. He's from Poetic oh. Justice. Yeah, yeah. He took a trip up there. Yeah. Lucky. Lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That movie's all right. 
I liked it. You know what? I went back and watched some of those movies, man. Does it hold I kind of like them more now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of like them more because yeah. I, I look at them as an adult, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, as opposed to as a kid. Yeah. And you just kind of like, oh, yeah, they, they you know, they, they just wild it out. They have, yeah. you know, but when you mm-hmm. are, you're like, oh, there's some, some yeah. depth to this, you know? Especially yeah. Poetic Justice because a lot of people were kind of disappointed in Poetic Justice. They wanted initially. the boys in the hood. They wanted I'm another boys, boys in the hood. Part two. Like, that was the follow up. Yeah. So it was just like, man, it's a love story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people weren't ready for that. Mm-hmm. But Tupac could act, man. Oh, he could act. Yeah. He that, definitely. That dude. Man, he was one of the greatest. What's, yeah. your, what's your favorite Tupac? I think I felt like we agree on this. What's your favorite Tupac album? I feel like you put Me Against the World. Me Against the World. Yeah. Mine too. Me yeah. Against the World That's is my prime favorite Pac album. Pac. Because uh Flawless. I felt his humanity a lot in that in that album. Um the productions and the way the songs Comps, were set up. Complimentary to him. Oh everything. yeah. And and uh Dear Mama. That's one of the so songs that gets me emotional. And So Come Many on, Tears man. is my favorite Tupac song of all time. That it's like, song? And it's different. Perfect. It's like four verses. It's yes. like all kind of like, it's just a different, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just, yeah, that's a dope. I, yeah, that's I'm with you, bro. That's my favorite. And you know, I know people love All Eyes On Me, but All Eyes On Me didn't hit me the same. You know? I, when I, I like, go back to it, as a, you know, because I, I was, all right, I was biased, y'all. Because... When Pac started the beef with everybody, mm-hmm. he was he was calling out targets that I was a fan of. Mm. Like he was going at Biggie, <laughs> he was going at Nas, he was going. I was like, man, I, I, I like all these people, yeah, man. Yeah. Even though I'm in the middle, yeah. I'm a super fan of you know yeah. what I grew up on. I was just like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And so when All Eyes on Me came out, the day it was released, I remember. The score came out the same day. It was the score oh, and all yeah, eyes on me. Yeah. I had to make a decision, you know. Which, could, which decision did you make? I picked the score. <laughs> I, yeah. I got the score because I was salty. Yeah. I was just like, man, he just, you know what I'm saying? And so we, I didn't regret it because the score mm-hmm. was Yeah, when I got it, amazing. I burnt, I had to get two. Yeah. I, it was one of the greatest albums. The score? No, no yeah, regret. The score is amazing. The it's, score was yeah. amazing. It was, and it's so we was different. Too, yeah. Man, it was just like. But it, Pac didn't let loose. He didn't even let loose on All Eyes on Me. Remember, it was the Hit Em Up single. Yes. The Maxi single. And you know I, I, mean? I poured that into the All you Eyes on like, Me. All the same. But then I was back for Machiavelli. Yeah. Like, you know, I went to that album. I was just like, all right. Well, you know, I feel like All Eyes on Me was like a, um, that was, that was like a pop album. Like the way it mm. sounded sonically mixed. Yeah. It was just like, it, we never heard. And it was just like, because, you know, you got Dre in there. Yeah. I, obviously, he didn't produce all of it. Um, Daz and, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, um, what was his name? Johnny, Johnny J or whatever. I forget his name. Excuse me. But a lot of those cats was producing on it. And, um, but Dre just had that ear to mix it the way it yeah. was mastered. It was like you never heard Pac so just like right. live and direct, like sonically. It was just yeah. like I remember like that was that was that album where everybody was driving around bumping that. Yeah. Well, in the on the West Coast. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it was just yeah. like you couldn't go by. It, that was like that was Pac's chronic kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like that was his one, even though in the Bay. More people, we like the older stuff because that's more like the Bay. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's more connected to the Bay. Yeah. But was, yeah. but that was his pop album. That was his yeah. album that sent him over the top. You that was I mean? that was the one. It yeah. was like the perfect storm of everything. Double the album. Double album. The image, the story behind the yeah. albums, everything. How was All Eyes on Me taken in New York? Um, it wasn't as big as like 
Like, because I'm sure Life After Death was the album. Yeah. That you couldn't escape. That's the yeah that was playing. But that everywhere. came a year later though. That was like yeah. Little, it was like months. Because Biggie died. Me. Biggie died February. Biggie died after Pac died. Yeah. yeah. And All Eyes on Me came out 2006. Not you no, know what? Life in 1995. No. All Eyes on Me came in 1995. No, 95 was Me Against the World. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. Look it up. Look it up. Look it and up. Then 96 was All Eyes on Me. Oh, he looking it up. I will say that um, I feel like Tupac was playing more on like the music video stuff uh-huh. than he was on the radio. Oh, for for more, yeah, I mean, for New York, but East Coast gonna radio, be, they gonna be they gonna be like, all right, man. You he, said two thousand and six. I meant I meant ninety six. Okay, yeah, I was I'm, like, <laughs> I meant ninety six was All Eyes on Me. Okay, maybe Machiavelli then, was came out after was Ma- Machiavelli. So All Eyes on Me ninety six. Okay. Machiavelli ninety seven was actually also ninety six. Ninety six, and then uh, Life After Death was ninety seven. Ninety seven, okay. early ninety seven. All right, so like March I think, and then um, and then uh, Me Against the World was ninety five. Okay, so it was like Castles. Tupac was prolific. He was, he was pumping it out. He was pumping it out. Man. But back to you, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is the, I like this though. We you, yeah, we can talk. You know, we can, memory lane. We can talk hip hop all day. Yeah. Now you, okay, um, you got you got the buzz going because you actually battled Mr. Fab, right? Yes, yeah, I and battled that, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that and Mr. Fab was regarded as like, well, actually, so at this time you're talking about two thousand. So we got to go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm rapping in my friend's apartment. Right. This Let is, me ask you this: Were you a, were you a battler right out the gate, no. or were you just okay? No, right. absolutely. Keep going. So what happened was, I kind of I got to put it in context. For yeah. You. So I'm rapping. Mm-hmm. I'm writing these raps down. I never liked reading from a piece of paper. Okay. I didn't like it because I had bad handwriting. Uh-huh. I was slow. I didn't. I, I couldn't like my friends. They were a little bit more advanced than me. Yeah. So we basically what we used to do is we used to go over there. We used to set up and um, uh, my homie Steve he would make the beat. Yeah. And then we would sit there and write our verses. And uh-huh. I was slow because they were more advanced than me. So what I started doing, I started memorizing bars. Okay. Before I got to the apartment mm-hmm. so I could be so I could get a little jump start. You right. know what I mean? Because I was like, yo, they faster than me. Yeah. So then what happened is, long story short, I stopped even writing it down. Oh, wow. So then that's how I started developing, because a lot of people be like, yo, Locke, I heard you don't, there's no way you don't do that, you know, yeah. da, 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 da. But it wasn't something, it happened over a period of a few years, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just started, like, kind of honing the skill to where I could kind of, like, so then I kind of, and that kind of helped my freestyle skills. It just mm-hmm. kind of sharpened me. This is all, you know how how time goes. It's just kind of all happening in the process, right. you know? right. Um, we go up on the wake up show. Uh-huh. All these MCs, I meet Sway. You know, I get on the mic, I'm spitting. They're like, "Oh, who's this dude?" You know what I mean? So I start right. developing a name. Okay. We start having these um, local battles. Uh, the Source, remember the Source Unsigned mm-hmm. Hype? Yeah. So this is how I learned how to battle. Uh-huh. We always wanted to be an unsigned hype. Right. Biggie. Uh. Mob D, well, who all these people were unsigned hype. Right. We were like, yo, we can get an unsigned hype. Mm-hmm. So the source used to have a phone number you can call. Yeah. So we used to call, like, yo, we want to be sending your demo. <laughs> so we made our little demo, right. just a million bars, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or rapping, sent it in. We don't hear nothing. You know, we just looking in the hoping they just going, you know, every right. month we look and we like, damn, did that one? So we call and it's like, look, man, what you can really get them on the phone. It was yeah. like, yo, 
I think the guy's name was Gotti. Uh-huh. What, uh, whatever Gotti that was, he was like, yo, Locke, check this out. Your stuff is dope, but we got this kid. Um, he's from Detroit. He's a white kid. We like white kids from oh, Detroit. Like, who's that? Like, you know what I mean? yeah. like, man, can't no white kid be from Detroit be better than us? Right. Well, you know, he's just signed with Dr. Dre. We're like, what? Yeah. And then he won it the next month. You know okay. what I mean? And we was like, oh, this Eminem, who's this guy? Then you hear him on the wake up show. It's like, yeah. all right. All right, man. This dude right. is, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is Eminem. He's dope. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You can't take that away from him. Uh-huh. But he was like, yo, check this out. The unsigned hype is coming to where you at? It's coming to the San Francisco area. It's going to be in. Uh, Hayward, California, or something Hayward. like that. We're like, okay, mm-hmm. we gonna br- so we like, okay, what day? Whatever day it was, I yeah. think it was like in, in springtime or something like that. It was in Southland Mall. Uh-huh. So we bre- we we burn our uh, remember Circuit City? Yeah, of course. we go to Circuit City. We get our little uh, little tapes. Yeah, make copies of our demos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like put it in the, in the decks. Yeah, we take it to uh, we like all right. We they, the source is gonna be in Southland Mall. Right. We gonna bring our tapes. Give it to them so they can um so we can win unsigned hype. Once right. they hear this, they can't down turn down this fire. You right. Know? We get there and um they're like, oh, you gotta sign up. We were like, well, okay, we sign up. And they're like, well, each one of y'all gotta sign up. We're like, well, we a group. What you talking about? This is our demo. It's like, nah, this is a battle. We're like, oh. a battle? Like, what do you mean? This is the unsigned hype battle. Oh. And we're like, oh, and I was just like, I never did that before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so they was like, yeah, so you're number 13, you're number, you know what I mean? So we don't know. So I just get up there. This is my first time ever rapping yeah. on a stage in front of people like oh, that. Oh, snap. And, you know what I mean? And um, Under fire. I think the f- beat they played was, um, uh, it might have been Biggie Who Shot You or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, that's great beat. That's you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Separate the weak mm-hmm. from the obsolete. You know what I yeah. mean? So that beat is playing. I just get up there and I'm just... I start freestyling, you yeah. know what I mean? Just rapping. I don't know. I'm just spitting bars, and everybody's like, oh. And matter of fact, that's when the dude was like, what's your name again? Locks me. He's like, yeah, that's hot. I was like, all right, I'm keeping that name. Yo, okay, that was the that moment. Was, that was the moment. Okay. And then he was just like, all right, so now you moving, you, you, you moving, you uh you moving to the battle round. Okay. And then um, and that's when I started battling. I was beating everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had never battled before, didn't know nothing. And this was when it was real off the dome. Right, battle, uh, freestyle. Because you never, you didn't know who Listen. you were. Yeah, yeah, you yes. didn't know, you didn't know who you were battling next. Yeah. It was tournament style. So you do. I'm battling all these people. I uh, get to this just out of you know hundreds of kids. It's just me and the other dude. Mm. Um, and I lose the battle. Yeah. But everybody was like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, you killed it. You." So I started getting a name, notoriety. Right. And then they had it another year. So by that year, I'm coming in with a little clout. You know what okay, I mean? Okay. Yeah. People are like, "Oh, that's that kid Locksmith." Same thing happens. Uh-huh. I don't win it. Um, Fab. I meet the Fab. I meet Fab. We a okay. lot of barrier artists. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is up there. Um, and then they start. Then when me and Fab battle, it was actually on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, the KMEL, the radio station, used to have a weekly battle. Okay. So every Friday night they would have battles. They was having these different cats, and my boy was like, "Yo, you gotta go up there." Like I was like, "Nah, man, I'm trying." He's like, "Dude, you gotta go up there." Yeah. So I went up there, start freestyling. It was like, "Oh, you gotta be in the battle." So I just won it. You know, I. Um, Won the battle, I think it was like four weeks straight. And oh, then wow. out of that, they were like uh, the winner of that. Then we had like a tournament that was like off-site, yeah. not on the air. And um, I think me and Fab battled again during that. And, uh, you know, shout out to Fab. He's incredible yeah. artist. It was always just hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, and obviously, he's doing incredible things. But I was um, given that. So being I was able to win that, I was given the opportunity to go to 
New York yeah. and battling the, the the Times Square battle, the MTV battle where Sway was hosting Carson Daly. Oh, and then wow. that's when I started getting my name recognized yeah. as like Locksmith. You know she I mean? was in the crowd was in New York. York. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, he looked at me. Yeah, I, was, I remember you. It was TRL. Yeah. Remember TRL? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was outside. I was like... actually, I actually was in the crowd for the Real Slim Shady one when there was a bunch of M&Ms out there. Oh. But that was a complete accident. I didn't know. You yeah. just walked in. It was like, what did I just yeah, bump into? Yeah, I was like, Yo, that okay. happened to me with a Trump, a Mexicans for Trump rally. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was in LA. This was last year. Yeah. Or maybe it was earlier this year. And I, yo, it was before the election. And I'm uh -huh. just walking. I was doing like a shoot. And I was just like, what did I just get swept into? Yo, and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh. And so I just like stopped and they're like, yeah. I was like, what did I just, it's cameras. I was like, That's yo, people funny. gonna think. You got swept in. Like, hey, man. Somebody <laughs> take a picture of you. Locksmith is a Trump supporter. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, yo, that would That's hurt. Funny. Um, I have a few questions. Yes. Um, I'm gonna ask you my personal questions first. Okay. Um, so to me, as someone who's not from California, mm -hmm. um, I see that like the Bay Area has way more culture than Los Angeles. Mm. Well, I, you said that. I didn't say that. No, nah, <laughs> I'm saying it. No disrespect to LA, but I just mean in like a. I don't know. It's they're, just a different energy. I feel energy. like they're more diverse up top. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Say that. That's what I'm it's more, more culture, like more culture yeah. and like knowing each other's culture. Yeah, LA, that's what I mean. Yeah, LA, LA does have culture. Let's it not. It does have culture. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah, all right. More mixed in culture. Yeah, it with is yeah. more diverse. Each other. It is a little, a little um, more diverse. Why do you think that is? Um, just because of the nature of the Bay Area, like I was talking about, people. People come in there from all over, mm. um, different areas from the South, uh, the Asian community, the Laotian, um, the uh, Filipino. It's just way more. It's just a mil uh, it's mm -hmm. a melting pot. Yeah. It's yeah. more like New York. It's yeah. like a mini New York in a sense. Mm -hmm. San Francisco, um, whereas L.A. is, you know, it's Hollywood. You got you right. got to have a lot of people, but right. these people come in here to pursue their career, yeah. music, movies, TV, yeah. like all that. So it's set up and it's just way more spread out. Right. The Bay, yeah. Oakland, it's a little bit more kind of like New York. People are yeah. kind of forced to, you got to. Like, yeah. you, you know, you're growing up with Filipinos. You're growing up with, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mexicans, yeah. you're growing up with black folks, white, you know, white folks. It's just like everything. So you're kind of, that diversity, to its benefit and to its demise, because the Bay, we're so diverse some people would say we don't have a specific identity. Where well, LA has an identity. Mm. LA, West Coast, Dre, Snoop, mm. right. LA. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. Bay is just like, okay, well, you got Hiro, you got Guapale, yeah. you got Tony, 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 mm. you got 40, right. you got Fab, you got Locksmith. Right. You got, you know what I mean? It's just so much. It's just, you know what I mean? You got uh, I Am Sue and Pilo and all, you know, Filipinos, blacks, like everybody mixed together. So that's the beauty of it. Yeah. But it's also kind of like, I mean, I love it, but you know, you could say it's, we don't, we, it's not as just like one lane as uh, you know, or narrow as some of the things that might help actually benefit LA. It's like it's like uh, how we were talking about this on Daddy Issues. It's like how Denzel Washington is a movie star because he plays, he's Denzel, Denzel. in his movies. Yeah. And like with LA, you know, it's that LA sound. Yeah, yeah. But the Bay is more like that character actor, that Daniel Day Lewis. That that you can, that get, most you can get everything. You mm -hmm. you got it all because it's everything's so integrated and mixed in. Yeah. Even those those acts that you just mentioned, everybody's so different. Yeah. But you're all from the same area. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I love. I like, it. and oh, yeah. you know, when you move to the Bay, there's no 
when you come when you come to LA for Hollywood, you kind of want to mm-hmm. shed a little bit of your culture or where you come from. You, you come just in to be a part of Hollywood. To the Hollywood machine, the Hollywood as opposed culture. to up top, you're just being yourself. Yeah. You're just coming up there to live. I mean, dude, I go to literally like when I go to like uh, Williamsburg or these places in you know what I mean parts of Brooklyn. Like now, it's like dang, this is like yeah. how it is by the lake in Oakland. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like you see everything now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So yeah. Yeah. Um, another personal question. Um, growing up, you grew up in like a biracial household, right? Yeah, my f- uh, mother's African American, my father's uh, Persian Iranian. Was it? Um, was there like a balance in culture, or was it like? Did you feel one more than the other, or like? Yeah. Um. So that's a good question. So growing up, we grew up in Richmond. We obviously, was predominantly black. So mm-hmm. I would say, for the early part of my life, like up until high school or throughout high school. Culturally, like, I just grew up black. I mm-hmm. just didn't really, I, I knew I was Iranian, but mm-hmm. I just, the black side was, that was all I was around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My mom, because my father's side of the family wasn't, wasn't there. There, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just, I knew I was Iranian, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I knew I was Persian, but the black, the black side, culturally, I was black. You know what yeah. I mean? My yeah. sisters, my brothers, you know, because I'm my father's only child. Okay, you know? gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah, so even though he raised my brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. you know, um, but we, you know, and my father, you know, he, he around black folks long enough, he just, you right. know what I mean? <laughs> he just like, you know, but uh, but as I got older mm-hmm. and I start learning and studying my my father's culture too, and I start, I'm a Muslim too, I start practicing Islam and then mm-hmm. I start kind of learning, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Your mind, your horizons just, you know, broad and I start learning more about uh, my father's side, you know, right. what I, mean? I start learning about these type of things. Even though he, not saying he didn't teach me, mm-hmm. but it was just like, yo, my mom, you know what I mean. I'm around this all day, right, every day, right. You know? So then I start uh, just having a better understanding of my Iranian side, the Persian side. My grandmother, my father's mother, mm-hmm. came to live with us when I was in college. Oh, that's dope. You know what I mean. Nice. So yeah. they didn't speak any English. So oh. then I'm st- now I have to start learning, picking yeah. up words because I I had never you know I wasn't around it. Yeah. So um, but there was a balance, you know, um, but yeah, it kind of happened like that. So first, and then mm-hmm. I was kind of like that bridge even between my mother and father culturally because I understood, you know, they loved each other. That's what right. made their marriage work, you uh-huh. know. But at the same time, there was still a lot of cultural differences that maybe they didn't understand so me i was kind of in the middle i kind of understood both so i could be like no mom this is what this is what this means you know what i yeah. mean and this is what you know so yeah that's yeah. dope yeah especially get the grandmother coming in oh, fresh yeah, from great. the fresh from the trap yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying yo that, fresh out grandmothers yeah those are my favorite cuz that's when you get into the real she was unfiltered real. there's yeah. no american filter coming nothing. in she coming nah. in fresh nothing and yeah. i feel like you can learn so much more absolutely yeah. wait did she cook Oh, she took over. That was a problem in the house because she, my mom wasn't able to uh, cook. My grandma yeah. just came in and was just like, I'm cooking everything. Oh. I'm doing, you know what I mean? It's, put it this way. This will, give, this will sum it up for you. It went from being a completely black house to mm-hmm. a completely Iranian house. Wow. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. So it was like, at first, it was like me, my father was the only Iranian there, and obviously yeah. me being half, uh-huh. and then to being in college, all Iranians there, and my mom being the only black person there. Wow. You know what I mean? So it was a shift. complete shift. Yeah. Because growing up, you know, I had my aunties living there, cousins, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? All mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And then when I got older in college, um, it flipped, and all my father's 
brothers and so, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that, it was that. So it was no England, you know. So yeah, that is got dope. a chance to experience both sides. Yeah, yeah. Persian food is good. Oh yeah. man, yeah. every food. night, yeah, they break Mad out good. that grill, get the making mm. the juju kebab and everything. You know. What was your favorite thing to eat growing up? I like stuff spicier. You know what I mean. Um, I mean, for growing up, my father made tacos. That was my. <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> talking about. Yeah, you know I man, I am from California. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But my about. uncle used to make uh, juju kebab, and I would tell him to make it a little spicy. That's just like the chicken kebab. Yeah. Um, you know, you put, you know, make it a little spicy because Persian food, I, I like spicy stuff. Yeah. It's not that spicy. So I'd be like, you know, put some hot sauce on. <laughs> would you be adding on for the spice? I just put some hot sauce on. Just regular, it, regular. Know? Just throw something on there. <laughs> Tap a tea. Or, or they'll put like just some peppers on it with it. You know. What okay. I mean? Yeah, mm. some peppers. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm soft in that regard. Oh man. Yeah, I am soft. I, I love it, but it do be it do be kicking my butt. But man, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> nose be running. I'll be yeah, like, I just... yeah, nose be running. <laughs> oh, tough. I'll be getting my ass kicked on the spices. Yeah, man. We got a question from the peeps. Yes. Um, Jay Rome asks. What bar have you heard that made you go, man? Why didn't I think of that? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, what bar have I heard? It's got to be probably something older. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, like I said, I was I was heavy Nas guy. Yeah. Like I just studied Nas. Is he your favorite MC? Girl, absolutely. That was the first. That mm -hmm. was the Nas was the rapper that made me want to rap. Mm -hmm. uh, and then as I got older and more in hip hop, Jay became okay. the guy that was just like, okay, I mm -hmm. just relate to how he's rapping. Yeah. But to go back to a bar, I mean, oh, and then I just, and then I used to love cannabis because cannabis had them punchlines. Cannabis lines. was rapping. Remember man. that? You yeah. know what I mean? Cannabis. I mean, was he rapping. had just like bars, but I didn't even think I was just like. It wasn't even why did I think of that. I was like, I know I wouldn't think of that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? He was he, just, he was yeah. so ahead of us at that time. His you know features were incredible. Just I would just say maybe um, I can't say one particular bar, but maybe something like a Nas song where he was like rapping about being a gun, that type of uh, stuff. Oh, I gave, I you, gave power. you power. Like, I something gave like that. you it was just power. Like, Yo, like at that time, it was like who could you know what I'm saying? Yeah, who could come up with something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was definitely something like that's super dope. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. a great, great song. Is it was written your favorite Nas album? Oh. Yes. Okay. But Illmatic is a better album though. Yeah. I say I, I think Illmatic, my two favorite albums of all time. Oh man, we getting to it. Okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 give it to us. I think Illmatic is a perfect album. Me too. There's 100%. one song that it's that older one that's kind of like uh, one time, one time for, your mind, for your mind. That's that one, the last. That's ranked last on my yeah, list. Yeah, but, it's, but still it's still dope. dope. It's still dope. Yeah. I think that's a, but. But I personally like for what it meant to me. I liked it was written better. Yeah, okay. I just like it. Mm -hmm. But I think that, and I think uh, end up. But my favorite album of all time mm. is uh, Niggas for Life. Okay. NWA. Yeah. The second in the well, second one. Is that would that technically be their third? Second. No, well, yeah, they, they had that EP. The, if you, the, or you count yeah. that NWA and the Posse, you, no, we don't count that. Second. It's we'll the second say album. Second. Yep. second album. E feel for zigzagging, whatever, yep. whatever it was on that the That album, I just think sonically, I just love. I mean, it's obviously it's not the best rapping. Right. There's some bars on there. You got Ren in there. Ren you know was there. He was cooking. Ren, dude. Like, yeah. but I just think that. You know, I'm a West Coast dude, yeah. man. So at the end of the day, I still 
Imagine that album if Cube hadn't left. That album would have just been. And I read Dr. Dre's um, autobiography or whatever, his memoirs or something. And he mm-hmm. was talking about the space that he was in. They kind of just like had to get it done. I mean, he had these ideas and these concepts, but yeah. he wasn't fully like into it like he was. You know what I mean? Because it right. was the, all the strife and he yeah. was kind of like was a lot going uh, on, on his way out, you know? Mm-hmm. To create that, I mean, yeah. sonically, bro, like the beats on that, and it's a masterpiece. Yeah. So that's that's yeah, that, that's that's a good album. Um, I'm glad that you brought up Nas because Stephen Wolf just asked a great question, and I think I'm gonna just assume Nas is in the answer. Uh, mm. Which rappers aged the best? <laughs> Jay. Jay, of course. Yeah, I, yeah, I can I th- go with that. I think Jay is, is, is lyrically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, lyrically. I mean, I just think as an artist. Who's who's like aged? Jay Z. This is what people don't understand. Jay Z is the same age, or a year younger than Big Daddy Kane. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. And he's still they're one year apart. Very, like Big Daddy Kane's very relevant, but Jay Z's still relevant to younger. It, that's right. what I'm saying. Generation. And I'm not exactly. I love Big Kane. Like Kane's yeah. like. Yeah. I didn't know they were Absolutely. that close in age though. They're just look it up. Dog. Wow, I'm not BSing. You learn something new every they're day. A year in this apart, world. bro. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy Kane, young then. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. So Jay to still kind of yeah. be like, you know what I mean? That's like, dude, that's that's as an artist, that's what we as far as longevity, and uh, he kind of, I feel like, you know, people might have differences of opinion. I feel like he's making it where uh, you can age gracefully in yeah. a dope way mm-hmm. yeah. in hip hop, where you're not considered old school. Right. Him like Jay, nobody's going to say oh, that's old school because right. he's still, I mean, he ain't put out an album in a few years, but he's still like, mm-hmm. Jay-Z drop an album. I'm he drops an album, it's going to be number one on, exactly. the, on the chart the week it comes exactly. out. And, and I, yeah, I love to see that part. because I feel like Hip-hop is the only music genre where you age out. Eminem, too. If Eminem, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? If Eminem drop album, Eminem. it's going to be number one. You know what right. I mean? Oh, but, yeah, for sure. But as far as like who I put on that pedestal, yeah. like I put Jay above. Mm. Eminem. You know what I mean? That's just my personal preference. Jay never lost a step lyrically. Yeah. No, to me, he's gotten better. Yeah. He, um, he, and I think he's better now because he's more personal now mm-hmm. yeah he's like, not for a while, to go he wasn't really he was tapping into his true stories but they still kind of felt like Wait, now it's just really like happen. a conversation like yeah. i'm having this yeah. conversation it's like wow this is it feels like he's gotten to a point where he knows he's a little more untouchable where mm-hmm. he can get personal and nobody's gonna come for him right yeah. it like, was like he said back in the day lyrically i want to be talib quality Mm-hmm. Truthfully, I wasn't rhyming like common sense, but I did five mil. I ain't been rhyming like common, common sense. sense. So it was just like he was adapting it so it would be more palatable to the to the masses. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like Jay, I feel like Nas aged fantastic, especially mm-hmm. with his last two releases mm-hmm. being that relevant and, you know, and Black Thought. Black Thought. Mm-hmm. I, I, like Black Thought to, I was just about to say that. And lost the. I mean, Black, as far as like step. spitting? Yeah. Come on, man. Black Thought is just come on, nosebleed. Dude. Common too. Oh, I love Common. Man. Common, uh, uh, most you know, Yasin Bay. You know, yeah. I mean? most depth. Like, come on, man. These guys is mm-hmm. they ain't going nowhere as long as they keep making music. You right. Know? People going. You know, I'm gonna fuck with it. And, and hip hop has matured. It is. Mm-hmm. It's mature. I it, feel like the, people don't want to let us mature. It's like you know, the Rolling Stones are 87, yeah. oh, man. going on sold out tours. But for Mick us, Jagger just I just seen him doing something the other day. Yeah, like, they are 96 <laughs> and still up there shirtless, mm-hmm. giving selling out tours. And I feel like with us, 
nah, man, you old. Mm-hmm. We can't. And that's I think unfair. That, yeah, I think that's starting to change now because you have people like Jay Z. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's an audience for it. You got granddads. Right. You got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. All ages. It's like you know, like nah, I'm about to listen. That's. That's adult contemporary music now. Right. Like, remember, the, remember, you know, the everybody got the old school uh, soul radio station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every, like, I forget what ours, but we got it. And you hear, like, Naughty by Nate, or you hear, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stuff yeah. that's just like, yo, like, this is on the this old school. This is old now? This is the old school stuff now, like. When it was new. <laughs> you know what I mean? Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the juice was on the yeah. Because that's, because guess what? That's what grandma was listening to when she was Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Yeah, grandparents When she now? was like 25. That's know? facts. Mm-hmm. I so, could become a grandfather at any moment. Any second. And I got to yeah. I gotta take that in. I yeah. think about that all the time. You mm-hmm. as a grandfather, they'd be like, yeah, my grandfather stay bumping Wu-Tang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my granddad loves Wu-Tang. <laughs> and I do. Yeah. I yeah. big do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy. I want to talk. My introduction to you, I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Is on the Lofty Goals album. I forget how I found you. Uh, dang it, I can't remember. Um, and I was just like, yo, this dude right here. And it was, uh, and I just went to the album. I, I, I wish I could remember mm-hmm. how you got on my radar. Okay. It was it was 2015, okay. 2016, because yeah. Lofty Goals was, 2015. that was your project yeah, at yeah. that time. Yeah. So it was just like, and then I kept I kept bumping the songs. And you you, you have a, you have a vocalist that you work with a lot. Her name is uh, uh, Rebecca. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, because I used to use. It was uh, I would just make videos if if I was longing for like food mm-hmm. or like something. The way she ended the song, um, it was like her fading out. And she wait, hold on, I'm gonna tell you the exact song. If it was lofty goals. It could have been uh. Gotta let you go. Oh, um, boxes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's based Dude. on a true story. Man, <laughs> that song was super dope, and I was just like, in the in the way she's like faded out of the track, and I was just like, man, I want this peanut butter, and I would use that. <laughs> to, gotta let you go. Yeah, I gotta let you go, and it was like great song. Yeah, but that cool. that was my intro to you. That album, boxes. Uh, I loved American Beauty. Um, and I was just like, "Yo, this dude can spit," and I didn't Thank know you, nothing brother. about you. It was just bars. Yeah. The bars brought me in. Yeah, yeah. And you know, some some people say that a lot of battle 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 rapping does not mean you can make a fully realized album in terms of song That's true. song setup, songwriting. And what I like about you is that you can tell. You could decapitate somebody lyrically in the battle, mm. just by how you deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you also can construct songs that are actual dope songs. Thank you. Realize hooks, content, subject matter. Thank you. Within the so that's what I like about you is like yo he can I can tell he could battle, but these songs are well crafted. Thank you. Man. And it ain't Thank just you. you showing off. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just rapping, rapping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like that's what I appreciate about you. Thank you, man. And that's why like this dude stuck with me. And when you did that project with Apollo Brown, yeah, I was yeah. Like, this is just because Apollo is one of my favorite producers yeah, right one now. One of the best, man. So it's Shout like y'all did a whole project. Oh, I'm gonna just sign me up, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. Yeah, he just hit me up like, yo, let's do Man. it. We did that whole project in like three days. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, yo, you got to come out. We got to record it in Detroit. Uh-huh. 
like I want to say like maybe a month before he started sending me beats. Yeah. And I kind of just started like just kind of like I didn't have that much time. So I kind of would like start the songs. Right. Just kind of like get an idea conceptually each song. And then we would go to the studio. I would record a, like two songs. Yeah. And then the next day we would go at night. And then the next day I would spend it writing the songs in the hotel. Just like coming up with the bars right. in my head. All in your head. Yeah. And then I would just go knock them out. So we was just knocking those out. Like, yeah. Just like boom, boom, boom. So yeah, I think it was like eight songs, nine songs. And we just knocked it out in like three days. And he had the beats, you know what I mean? He's like, all you got to do is rap. We just, it was great, man. I, I want to do something like that again, you know? Please just, do it again with yeah. Apollo, bro. Because he's like my favorite. He showed me around right Detroit. He was like, yo. The D. Don't stop at the gas station at night oh. in Detroit. <laughs> Dang. Unless you know what I mean? unless you got something for it. Because I was just like, that was my first time in Detroit. Yeah. That was my first time. That was what 20, 2016. And y'all yeah. did that in three days. Three days. How do you okay? Three, so, yeah, three, four studio sessions. How do you memorize a whole song? Like what what is the sense? Because we hear about it. We hear, mm -hmm. you know, they just be, you know, they don't write nothing down, they just memorize it. Yeah. How are you able to do that? Like if you if you memorize a song, like let's say you memorize, you know, uh the song on the questions album where you're talking to your younger self. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was the first song I did. First song I started uh I started writing for oh, that for that project. First one, yeah. Bastard, man. That's a great song. Yeah. Um <laughs> How how were you able to memorize each verse? Just up yeah, here. It's, yeah, you just uh, it's like kind of like freestyling. So it grows mm. out of freestyling. Okay, you know what I mean. You put you know you put on the beat. He sent me the beat. Mm. Um, and what I liked about it, sometimes I like it like that because it took the pressure off me because he was just like because you know obviously part of making the album is. You you know unless you were a lay you know a label you got to be your own when you're independent you're your own A and R right so you picking out beats you trying to find out I produce as well right you know what I mean but when Apollo he was just like look we're gonna do this album I'm gonna send you these beats so all I had to do was just pick beats yeah so one of the first beats he sent me was that beat for um younger self younger self mm -hmm. so there's a sample in there where you just hear kids playing it was already yeah. in there so I was like oh it just automatically made me feel like a playground right so I just start coming up with the bars like it just felt it just it was it was unconscious so then I just start rapping the bars and I mean that's those type of songs are super conceptual songs at least for me are yeah. very easy to come up with because it's very it's not even nucleus already yeah, in place it, yeah, exactly so you're not it's it's not even really memorization. It's just like you're just to me. It's just like connecting words. Like the you you know what the next word is going to be based on the last word. So okay. basically, if I can remember the first line, yeah. then what's the next logical line? It's just going to come oh, okay. natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a piece. So that's why um, it's it's never. I mean, obviously, when you get it down, you w once I record it, it's pretty much memorized. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I pretty much have it. Uh -huh. Um, but. Uh, so that's kind of the process. You just kind of piecing it, piecing wow. it together. With no write down, no bullet points, no Nothing. no text in yourself. No, nah, no, nah, nah. wasn't no. Well, back when I first started, it wasn't no. Uh, <laughs> Dang, <laughs> wasn't no smartphone. Right. You know what I mean, you ninety nine, two thousand. Dang. You was just yeah, but I can say it started from going to my boy's house, mm -hmm. trying to get a head start. Right. So I used to write it down at first. Yeah. But I found myself memorizing it anyway. So mm -hmm. I was just like, well, what's the point of writing it down? Right. I'm, I'm basically memorizing it and then writing it down. Yeah. So then the first time I went to the studio, I forgot my notebook. And then I was like, well, 
I was like, I want to drive all the way back. I was like, I got it. He was like, what? And yeah. I just did it. And I was like, it just felt better. Wow. Without having to be like, yo, da, 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 da. I, yeah. I don't like, I just wanted to be. And if I messed up or if I said something a little differently, I felt like it was just naturally supposed to be that way. Okay. So I the feel like. The organic approach. Yeah. And yeah. It, it feels like it's more, a little bit more conversationally, conversational as well. Like you're right. just like talking it or saying it instead of like. Hey, yo, check it out. I'm rapping. You know what I mean? Even though you go into that mode sometimes. Right. But you know what I mean? Dang, man. Yeah. How long? Okay, so how long? Back to the younger self. Uh-huh. How long would you sit there and listen to that beat and then be like, I got it. I got the full. Okay, I can tell you that exactly. Bottom. For that song, this is two days. Yeah. So I just, but it wasn't like I sat and wrote it for two days. It yeah. was just like. I'm working out, I, you know, I'm running, I'm going to the gym, I, I have the beat playing yeah. in my head and I'm just I'm just going over the bars a few times, so I'll do that for a couple hours and I was uh-huh. like, okay, I got that, I got the I got the first verse, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then the next verse is pretty much, you just continuing that, but no, you know what? Okay, yeah, I did, because <clears throat> some of the songs, like I said, we had to do it very quickly. Right. So I only would write like, I would only come up with like the first four bars before I went to Detroit. But for that song, that was completed before I even wow. left. So yeah, I had that one. Like I said, it was like two days in the next verse. And then I was like, okay, I got it. But since we did it so fast, yeah. I voice recorded it. Oh, okay. okay. So I, I so I would come up with the bars and then uh-huh. I said, you know what? We about to go record it. I gotta go move on to the next song. I don't have gotcha. time. You hate time Because okay. if it was if it was me recording it, I would just go to the studio uh, that night or that week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would just do like three songs or something. But Apollo was like, no, we want to do the whole thing in, in Detroit. Come out here. So I only had a few weeks to do the whole thing. Wow. So I was just like, all right, let me save some of these bars on voice recording. So I would just rap them to the voice recording. Gotcha. Okay. So I was just like, just in case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be like, all right, well, what did I say? Right. But I just, I barely, very rarely use it. It's just there as like back. You know man. what I mean? I mean, I do that for stand-up. I was just going to say. Yeah, you, yeah, I'm so I you. was just going to say. See, I like, got questions for you because. Yeah, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. This man doesn't write anything. Yeah, he see, writes keywords. I write bullet points, though. But, exactly. But, but sometimes do you take, it's do you off take, the But dome. you don't take them on stage. No. Yeah, really. so you got it by that time. So that's what I started doing. I yeah. started writing the bullet. I I just, I just, like I treat the booth like the stage. Okay. So by the time I get to the booth, I'm not, I'm already comfortable. I don't have to look at nothing because like, what? I'm in the booth. I can stop it. I can, you know what I mean? But for mm-hmm. the most part, I got it all memorized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, and then it just gradually grows out where you don't, like I said, when I first started, I did used to write it down. Yeah, but you know he was what I mean? like, man, I gotta. But then after that, I was just like, I didn't, I didn't like it recording. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to record. So then it just, that part just got eliminated. Because it's not like you, because you as, a, as an MC. Your stuff is not basic. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yo, how does he memorize, especially those songs when you're going in yeah. lyrically? <laughs> yeah. It's like rapid fire, where it's a lot, it's yeah. a lot of meat in this verse. Yeah. I'm just like, or like how? or or uh the freestyles, you know what I mean? When you go on like Sway or K yeah. Slay, people are like, yo, that's written. I'm just like, well, actually, no, I ain't never written nothing down. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, you wrote that down. I was like, nah, I don't write nothing. Like, yeah. I mean, like, there's some times where I can, like, you know, I could sit up here and I can, it just, it's organic, as you yeah. know, being a, being mm-hmm. a stand up, you know? 
Um, but I got something I want to ask you. So I, I got I got that tucked away. Don't let me forget. I got okay. something. I, I <laughs> want, definitely want to ask you as a okay. stand up. All right. I'm okay. definitely. Yeah. All right. Don't. I, I got it. It's, All right. But um, <laughs> people will be like, "Yo," I'm like, "Nah, this is this was never this was never written." And sometimes I can come up like it, it could happen very easily. I can come up with a 16. In like ten minutes, you know what I mean. Like it just all depends. Or sometimes it'll take me a week, a okay. month. Yeah. If I just like, nah, I'm just I'm just gonna put that to the side. Or I'll be working on three songs in my head or four songs at once, and I'll be like, all right, I got the first verse to this, I got this verse, and you just start. Damn. You know what I mean? And now that I got a setup at home where I can record, mm-hmm. now I can just I ain't got to keep nothing. I can just be like, what, what, what? You know what I mean? I can just yeah. record as soon as I think about it. And you said in one of your songs on uh, I think it was your. Your album, not Olive Branch, but the uh, the one after Olive Branch. Uh, Ali. I think you said that, you know, you you just talk about your life so you never get writer's block. Yeah. And I feel like that's important for me as a stand-up. Yeah. Because, you know, when I just talk about what, what's going on in my life, I always got fresh material because... Mm-hmm. As a stand-up, do you ever feel like... Is this I a mean, question? This that is part gonna... of it. Yeah. Okay, all right. We, we I still got to gotta remind you. I still got. Gotta... We gotta... <laughs> I just want to make sure. As a stand-up, do you do you ever feel like do you ever get like points where like not writer's block where you like you know think like obviously you go through personal stuff. We all go mm-hmm. through personal stuff in our life, but you still got to get up there perform. You're still coming up with new material. How do you channel that? into your creative process like is there do you have a specific thing do you just tell yourself like are there things because i have little things i do so i'm just wondering what do you do to keep yourself going creatively and just like work ethic because you work i mean you you working nonstop as well um for me it's like the the way i the way i am comedically with stand-up is i have to get the thought out immediately okay to the to the people so Immediately when I think of something that's funny, something that's been bothering me, something that I've noticed, something, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I have to to tell it immediately okay. or else I'll I'll lose it or I'll lose the thought. Even if I write it down, it would be like, what, what? why did they even write that down? What yeah. does that even mean? But you got to get the... But I have to get it off because that's how I write. I write on stage. Yeah. It's like You test it out? I test it out on stage. Oh, that worked? Okay. And then, mm-hmm. then I go from there and then I just remember, all right. Doves at the funeral, mm-hmm. and then I'll go and I'll remember what to say, take out what doesn't work, add in what did. What did work? Yeah, you're and constantly. So, yeah, always taking stuff out, adding stuff in, mm-hmm. and like sometimes I'll put a joke away for a long time, mm-hmm. bring it back out, and it may hit differently. New, yes, it hit differently. It yeah. hits. It hits differently. Like the same so thing, yeah, it's like that with me now. Now here recently, you know, I've been scared to talk about what's going on in my life because uh-huh. you know I lost my son. Obviously, yeah. For so sure. a lot of that's fresh for a lot of people. The audience, mm-hmm. not only me, but the audience is sad. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard for me to to truly go in like I Th- want that was, to. That was yeah. the next thing I was going to ask you because mm-hmm. I know sometimes as an artist, I feel like. There's so I have you know you have so many emotions, so many thoughts you want to get out. You know right. we're 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 emotional beings. You right. know, especially artists, you're tapping into that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get to a point in your life where things are going on, right. and you're like, sometimes you want to talk about stuff, but you're like, how do I do this in a right. way? Are people ready for this? Yes. Am I ready to jump out on this? Mm-hmm. So you you feel that way too sometimes. Th- for this moment in my life, this is the first time I've really been <sighs> dealing with that fear because normally i just say whatever i'd be like this happened last night this is how i feel this this Mm -hmm. the only time i was like questioning it is when 
it has something to do with my family's business. Mm. So I asked my mom, can I talk okay? about this? She's like, no. I was like, all right. Okay. That was the only other time where I was like, anything involving me, mm-hmm. I just say it on stage. Yeah, but now I'm apprehensive because the audience is, is the, the morning is fresh for them too. Mm. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, y'all, you know, bear with me. So I'm kind of like, intimidated to go there mm-hmm. more so on the, for the audience's sake more so than myself because mm-hmm. i know if i if i get it out i'm gonna feel why, well why are you concerned better. about the audience you what you feel like because will... i still want it to hit i don't want them oh, to be yeah. sad i don't want you don't them to, be to get put that yeah i still want the laughs mm-hmm. and i know this is funny even though it's yeah. rooted in deep pain mm-hmm. i can find humor in everything so it's just like Mm. But can the audience find the humor in this right now, yeah. being so fresh? Yeah. So that's this has been the first moment where I've been like truly scared to really. Well, it's it's a growth, it's a growing point too. Yeah. You know what I mean, you're figuring stuff out like how can I incorporate this? Maybe it's not the time, or right. how do you how do you do it in a way where you you know you still yeah present, but it doesn't like just make this super somber move. Exactly. You know what I mean? right. That's what I want to the... avoid. Because yeah. it's like, you know, the, the stuff I have been doing and saying, mm-hmm. it's been hidden, but there's, but there's still a little bit of like... Mm. Yeah, oh, and so I you feel like... You've I been feel... testing some of it out. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Okay. Like and I feel like with you, like, they're coming excited. Like, yeah, we're going to see Tony Baker. Like, we hype, da-da-da. Yeah. And it might leave their mind for a second, but the second he mentions his son, yeah, it's like a trigger like, word. It is. That, yeah. that they don't even yeah. have that moment to process. Like, yo, I'm still at a comedy show right it's gonna be a ch- like an instant like oh and like, they know it's fresh yeah like if it was years ago and then the audience yeah di- didn't, didn't see me yeah. go through this in real time yeah yeah it might be easier for might them be to different. be like yeah, yeah. yeah. you know mm-hmm. but, oh i heard about that or yeah. that was something that happened the audience yeah. knows exactly when it happened how they know mm-hmm. everything pretty yeah. much yeah. and so That's it's just like it's raw for them too so right. it's just hard for me to so yeah. I've been I've been easing it on people, yeah, yeah. but I definitely I have to. You got to get it out. I got to get it out. Got to yeah. get it out. And know? then like everybody involved, like me, you, and then the whole squad, everybody's grieving out loud. Right. So as an audience, you're you're seeing everybody grieve out loud. Right. And then go right back to joking. Yeah. And for some people, humor and laughter isn't that doesn't work for them when they're grieving mm-hmm. or yeah. they're sad or something so they might not understand it mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like you have to like tread lightly because then it's like does tony even care about this it's like yeah right. he absolutely like absolute. yes <laughs> but yeah. it's like laughter they, they gets us out seen me in yeah. mid ball say something funny plus yeah. it's, it's surreal too you know man yeah. I, I know when my mom passed away she passed away in 2010 mm-hmm. and that was like the first time you know that's your mom you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and uh it was just a very surreal feeling um you know and it was just like it happened like all of a sudden mm. you know it wasn't like oh mm. you know six months or you know it was just like she got diagnosed with cancer three weeks later oh, gone. Wow. Yeah. oh wow you know what i mean and it was just like wait what you know yeah and for me you know it was um it was difficult but mm-hmm. i kept working yeah you know what i mean i was just like mid-stride trying yeah. to like find myself and mm-hmm. you know I, I mourned in certain kind of ways and, and right. then eventually at some point it did kind of hit me mm-hmm. but i was able to kind of deal with it and lean on certain people and right. and get through it but it is you know as an artist we do put it in our it's very prevalent in my music you know yeah. I, I talk about it and stuff like that so it is a. Uh, as a comedian, it's different, obviously. You know, you're yeah, getting up there. Yeah, because we got to yeah. find the funny. Like, as a music artist, it, it could be 
all serious business in the song. Yeah. It could be oh, yeah. sad the whole oh, time. Turn the lights low. Yeah. yeah. I need everybody, put yeah. your phone, cell phone, put your lighters in the yeah. sky. Yeah. We're about to get somber. Yeah. yeah. But for, for us, we have to have that laugh. You right. got to do it. It's, yeah, you, you, yeah. Comedians are just the most intelligent people in art. So this goes into what I wanted to ask okay. you. Okay. Got it. All right. So <laughs> you said something about battle rap. Uh-huh. And I often make this equation to like battle rapping and freestyling. Yeah. I I kind of make so battle rappers, freestylers, let's just kind of clump them together uh-huh. as one type of thing. And then you have artists and song making artists, right. or whatever you want to call it. And then you have stand-ups. Uh-huh. And then you have comedic actors. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. They're different things. Right. Because not every stand-up can be a great comedic actor. Right. And mm-hmm. not every comedic actor can be a stand-up. Right. Because this is just my personal, mm-hmm. the way I look at it. There are some guys who I love their stand-up, mm-hmm. but I don't like them in a movie. Right. Uh-huh. Or I love them in a movie, but they stand-up is kind of yeah. like, and yeah. then you have some that can do both. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or some people, yes. and I feel like that, I feel like that with rappers too. You got some dudes who, who can have bars or who can be great battle rappers right. or mm-hmm. great freestylers, but I don't necessarily like, I you know, like their songs or stuff like that. Right. So I kind of make that, do you, do you, you feel kinda, what I'm saying? I feel what you're saying 100%. I kind of want to drop a name that I, the first person that comes to my mind when you think of like great freestyle battle rapper, mm-hmm. but the album wasn't that great was Jin. I think. Oh, Jen oh, from 106 and Park. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody was all like, "Yo, yo, I can't wait till he drops the album." Da da da. Yeah. And then when he did, you stop, he- you stop hearing his name. Right. It was just like, okay, yeah. like. Well, that's... well, hold on. In all honesty, my bad, my bad. I, I, I know Jen. Jen, you know no, Jen, you great. Jen is a cool dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he he made some dope, but he didn't get the same type of. Actually, Jen went over to uh, his home country, if I'm not mistaken, and really got it popping over oh, there. You know oh, what I'm okay. So and imagine. then he started doing other things. But as far as like the the black hip hop community, yeah, he didn't have the mm-hmm. same impact right. as he did mm-hmm. as yeah. a. And it's a, it's a different kind of monster. I, I'm not saying I don't think he was capable, but it wasn't the. Yeah. It, wasn't it didn't. The, it didn't hit like the buzz. Yeah, think like preceded. when he was on 106 in Park. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying. Arguably, cannabis too. Yeah. When he finally came out with his debut album, it did well. Went gold. But the pre, yeah, he had that. The pre was everybody was just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, even though I liked it, I mean, but you know, I'm a hip hop head, so I right. was like, yo, he's spitting. But it wasn't the commercial. It, it, it wasn't a commercial success. We we yeah. thought, yeah, when that album was going dry, I was like, this is about to be Illmatic it. Yeah. 2.0. Yeah, and then it was <laughs> it just was like totally a quick different. listen, and then I, I I moved on. Yeah, I didn't sit with it. It wasn't the same because it, it was it was like you know. Um, and I, I attribute that to some of the production choices. And it's all it's a so lot of contributing factors. So you can say that with comedic actors, oh, he ain't in the right role. Yeah, he, you know what I mean. He's mm-hmm. a great stand-up, but why? Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I mean, I'll give you my example for, Vicky, for, yeah. for comedy. I think he's one of the most brilliant com- uh, stand-up comic writers. Yeah, but in movies, I'm just it's cool. It's yeah. like Chris Rock. Okay, a lot I, of people, a lot of people I, say I'm that. Not, I Even though that. I feel like he's finding his way with some of this stuff lately, yeah. I'm just like, yo, that was funny, Chris Rock. You know what I'm right. saying? You know, I like, uh, you know, I think I love my wife, or I oh, think yeah, I, whatever I that, that movie. That, that yeah, was yeah. cool. I like that one. Yeah. But he's not like a to me. I don't. I feel like his super strong suit. Yeah. Is getting up there on stage. Yeah. And having that conversation, that comedic. That's definitely his superpower. His is superpower. That, that stage, and it may be so writing behind the scenes yeah, more so. Yeah. Than being the front man on screen. Front man on screen. Yeah. And that's not taken away. I love Chris no. Rock. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm just saying that. You and know. that's a popular feeling that a lot of people oh, have I towards Chris Rock. Yeah. 
Like a lot of people be like, mm, you know. Yeah. But I definitely not the first time I've heard that about, you know. And then you got some people that can do both, like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Killed the stage, even though he only did two specials, then yeah. he got the hell up out of there. But on film, it was just like, yeah. yeah. This dude. He got it popping. Yeah. 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 So it's definitely that. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And That's- it's like, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of people that you know, I've seen I've seen people in movies and stuff. Man, I love them in movies or mm-hmm. a TV show, and then I've seen them on stage, and I was just like... Mm-hmm. You know a person who okay. I am a fan of their movies, but I never... I don't think I even really... And I'm probably the minor, minority in this. Uh-huh. I never really even watched Kevin Hart stand up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've only seen, like, the movies. Like, I've yeah. seen, like, little clips, but uh-huh. I never, like, sat and watched Front Kevin Hart front to back stand up yeah. special. Uh-huh. I just I just watched them. So I th- I like it. I'm like, yo, this is funny. You know what yeah. I mean? This is chuckle, but I feel like a lot of people scrutinize him and say this and say that, but I'm just kind of looking at it as a casual viewer. Right. Uh, you know, I'm looking at him like, "Oh, that's that's that was funny." Like, yeah. you know what I mean, I like these movies. Like, this is funny. You know what I mean? I don't take yeah. it too seriously. Right. But I never seen a stand up, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yep. you know, I don't I know in the like, comedy world how people view it. I feel like the newest version of that is like the Instagram comedians. That's another situation. Like yeah. once that's another thing. They'll and then they'll try to do stand up for real. That's a different animal. Super yeah. trash. But they got like two million, three million followers right. on Instagram, but then they hit the stage. It's like what the hell are Yo, you doing? It's, like... it's the same thing with uh <laughs> people who pop off in music on Instagram. Oh, these things, oh yeah. Or you know what I mean? They get a viral thing going uh-huh. like, oh shit, and they get on stage, it's just like uh, oh. you know what I'm no saying? You don't presence. know how they don't know how to stage read. They obviously can't get up on the freestyle. It's just like, uh, I don't know. You know, I what didn't mean? know this happened on the music tip. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you, got, wow. you got people who just yeah. go viral off of mm-hmm. off of TikTok. doing something, a song, a TikTok song, or something, oh. and then it's like, dude. but music, I feel like. Stand up is one of the purest things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean. It's like you got to sit up there. And just get up there in this club. A lot of times you could be in a club mm-hmm. and you could just be there. And, and obviously you you can, you know, give, give me your input on this. But I, I just feel like it's just like one of the purest thing. And your words and the way you hit has mm-hmm. got to resonate with people. You kind of right. can't, mm-hmm. you can't dress that up. You know, you right. some things you can do like little props and stuff. But yeah. for the most part, you it's just you up there in yeah. that microphone. Mm-hmm. But with, you know, with music, obviously, I ain't going to no, say no names, but I've seen <laughs> artists who were, Big artists, horrible live, mm-hmm. terrible. Okay. And the okay. label mm-hmm. and the people around it had to say, look, you can, we could dress this up and get them to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could we could put the, the 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 all the flashy stuff. We could put a hype man there. We could put dancers. Right. So it can make it like a show, and then they'll kind of find the, they'll never be like a a super dope performer. But we right. can we can the get trimmings. by with. Yeah. The sides, the trimmings, the. But but can you really do that with comedy? Not, stand up? Not really. Not unless you're a prop comic. Yeah. And those those are rare, honestly. Like, uh, and then I feel like prop comics don't really get their respect on the streets, if you will. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, a few like when you got when you got a whole puppet show, like my man, uh, oh, Dunham. yeah, uh, the Jeff Dunham, Jeff Dunham, Jeff Dunham. You got a whole thing, but like, mm-hmm. you know, um, is is basically just us. Mm-hmm. That mic stand in the audience. Man, that's yeah. pure. And that, that's just if we if we take that L, we take it alone. Mm-hmm. We take we, whew, we can't mm-hmm. hide in the in the band. We can't hide in the choreographed <laughs> dancers. We just can I ask you it. another question? Huh? So, you obviously, you kind of like you got a huge internet 
uh, social media fan base, mm-hmm. right? That's how I found out about you. Yeah. But then you also are your dope stand up. I mean, you that's what you do, right? Uh-huh. Um, how are you able to? Is there something that clicked that you figured out? Like this is because I don't know. I I don't like. How did you figure out? Like, okay, I'm gonna do these internet things, mm-hmm. but obviously I can do this as well. Yeah. Was it something that clicked that you figured out? Did you just stumble into it? Did you say like, all right, look, I'm gonna use this to promote because it kind of all you make it all yeah. work together. Not everybody can do that. For me, it was uh, I was doing stand up first. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, started in 2008. And then, you know, social media started popping, and mm-hmm. then, you know, Instagram slowly. Wait, you started stand-up in 2008? Yes. That was the first time you did stand-up? Yep. Okay. That gotcha. was the debut. The wow. debut. Because uh, I came out here for acting. Okay. And then I was like... Do you have... Did you have... When you came out here for acting, did mm-hmm. you have a specific type of acting that you... Were you more into comedy or no? No, I was just like a casual fan of of, of comedy. Like, okay. you know, I was just like, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like... So you wouldn't come in out here like, I'm about to be funny, y'all. Nope. You just come out, I want to act. I came out here like, I came out here on the strength of an August Wilson play. Okay. I did Fences, and I was the lead in Fences. Really? And so I was like... You was Denzel, Daddy Denzel? Yep. Okay. I was right. that. And I remember when I first got here, Lawrence Fishburne was doing Fences. I think it was him and Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. They were doing it at the Pasadena Playhouse. Wow. I, I didn't have the courage to go see them do it because I'm like, man, he's going to rip my little confidence to shreds. Yeah. So, but I was, uh, you know, I came out here for acting and it was like stand up wasn't even on my, you know, what? I watched it growing up, but it wasn't like, you know. Wow. And people would say I was funny, but it was like I was never trying to be just in, in regular life. Funny in regular funny. life. Like, you know, I like a girl. She'd be like, you're funny. I'm like, man, forget all that, man. Yeah. This. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're funny, though. I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah. Okay. So it was like I, I would deflect the the funny because that, that was never my goal, yeah. probably because my older brothers made me feel like I wasn't funny mm-hmm. at the house. I was bombing <laughs> at home. Yeah, yeah. Now I go to school and be like, I say the same thing. <laughs> oh, you like that? Yeah. Tell my brothers. And so, so then, you know, going through college, and, you know, hosting, because I was very involved in the Department of Black Programs. Okay. So I would, I would host talent shows. I would host pageants. I would host these things. In and college. I would be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, so, so you'd be like emceeing the show? Yeah, I'd just be emceeing. And I would just be myself. Yeah. Like, man, you funny, man. And it's like, yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, <laughs> mind you, growing up, I watched Delirious. Yeah. And I watched Sinbad. And I watched Tommy Davidson. And it was yeah. just Damon Wayans. But it was still just like I didn't see myself as a stand-up comedian. So get out here, and it's just like I'm doing extra work. I'm taking L's at these auditions, mm. which I still do now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right. And so maybe I should try a stand-up mm. as a way of exposure so I can get more acting roles. Okay, so basically this came out of the fin- being like, yo, I'm not getting roles. Right. So let me try. So you kind of diverted. You kind of said, okay, let me try a different yeah. route. Because I was looking at all the actors that were stand-up comedians first. Robin Williams, mm-hmm. Damon Wayans, Jim Carrey. It was like, these guys were stand-ups and mm-hmm. then they transitioned into acting. Maybe I can do that. And they're great actors. Yeah, and it was just like, and so, but once I did stand up one time, mm-hmm. I was like, "This really is it." 
Like, now, so you got a great reaction the first time you did stand up. I, I got a good reaction. It was an open mic in North Hollywood. They were laughing. What, what spot? It was at the Ha Ha Cafe. Okay. North Hollywood. Yeah. Five. I paid five dollars. I did five minutes. Wow. So you had to pay to get on. You had to pay to get open on. Open mic. I went with my cousin Tashawn because he was already doing stand up. Yeah. Paid the five dollars. I was talking about life in New Mexico versus L.A. I was talking about um, what else was I talking about? Farts. It was just yeah, all over the place. Talking, talking, yeah. talking. They were laughing. I was like, I'm coming back tomorrow. I did it every single day after that. So it was wow. just like, this is it right so, here. So you're getting your thing going. So mm-hmm. when did the social media stuff, how did you realize, how, did, how were you able to incorporate that? So I've always been, like, I, I want to entertain. Like, I want to... I want to perform. I want to entertain. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, I'm just trying to find an avenue where I could, you know, get my thoughts off. Are you do- and you're doing gigs at this time? I'm doing as far as stand up. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like, you, get, you know, you got around the locally, going. you know, um, locally, you know, doing shows on the road. Mm-hmm. By this time, when I started to really take social media seriously, mm-hmm. I had already been on. Last comic standing. Okay, so you had already got your Comedy stuff Central. Okay. So you know, stand up. You was, was moving. Thing. Yeah, you was moving. Now I'm trying to figure out how do I get people to come to my shows. Mm-hmm. How do I get butts in the seats now? Mm-hmm. I know when I get them, I'll be a good time. But exactly. how do I get them there. to know I exist? And so um, we started shooting videos of like you you know on social media. You got the ass and titty comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Where they get a fine girl. Mm-hmm. The opening shot is her butt, mm-hmm. then they pan out and uh-huh. go into the funny premise. Yeah. But the <laughs> the perviness got everybody to look. Got you know, you. men yeah. and women. Oh, yeah, yeah. titties. Exactly. We in here. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And so I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I knew people that were, and they were getting together to shoot videos and make content. Mm-hmm. So I, I would come in and, and shoot with them. Mm-hmm. But I would just create, like, all right, I'm going to do this... Uh, this movie villain that you know always gives the plans away mm. and then loses the hero every yeah, time. Yeah. So people was like, "What?" And I was like, "Just, just shoot it." So you I started do doing those type of videos, <laughs> okay. putting those on my social media, okay. and my it started to grow. It was wow. like you know, so it was like, "Yo, here's Travis Santiago and uh-huh. this." And then a couple years before this, I had did a voiceover for. This goat in Brazil that was just giving people the business. Uh-huh. He was he knocked his lady over with the groceries. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. knocked some people <laughs> off the bike. He was just cutting up. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me be him. Yeah, let me be this goat. This is funny. Let me yeah, just, let, let me, me be let the me... voice of him because yeah. I always grew up with animals and I always wondered what they're thinking. Yeah. So did that. Put it on my YouTube page. I did another video of a raccoon eating cat's food. Uh-huh. Put it on my YouTube page. It was just you know yeah. just. And at this time, I only had like hundreds. Only had like a hundred and some YouTube subscribers at mm-hmm, this time. Mm-hmm. Put it up there. It was just sitting there. It was doing all right, but yeah. it was just sitting there. Um, cut to fast forward. I still had these videos uh-huh. in my phone. Yeah. And I would just put them on my Instagram periodically. Wow. The second time, the second or third time I reposted this, the cat and the raccoon went viral. Wow. And so I so was just So this is old like, content. Old content. That you had. You said, let me just throw this up let here. Let me throw it back up here. And it just caught. People kept asking me, like, yo, repost the raccoon and yeah. the cat food. And I was like, all right, man. I reposted it. And that third repost, 
the right people reposted it, it went viral. Ain't, ain't that something though? Yep. Ain't that crazy how you could do stuff? Like I, I feel like sometimes I post stuff. And people are like, yo, I just seen your new joint. I'm like, yo, that's from it's, like three years old. Yeah, <laughs> like, but you it's know what I mean? new to the masses. So many people. Yeah. That's yes. crazy. And it, it it happened like that. And so I was like, let me just do this on yeah. on social media. That's and so, and so you know, stand up is always, you know, that's that's why I do this. Of but course. I know a lot of people found me through the voiceovers, or maybe the villain videos yeah, yeah. and the other mm-hmm. video, and all deaf. Yeah. So I got a lot, got of, a different lot of different people different coming. Yeah, yeah bringing so people it's just in. like, yeah. but at the core, yeah. I want you to come to my comedy of show. Of course, yeah. And that, and that's that's the full thing. That's and it just, dope. I just happened to learn how to, you know, when to post, what to post, mm-hmm. what's going to hit, mm-hmm. and you know, to really monitor the analytics and all of that. Mm-hmm. I learned that as I went. As you were going, yeah, you're figuring it out. And yeah. so, That's but dope. at the core, man, it's like, yeah, the stand up. Even now, I want a TV show mm-hmm. just so I can fill up the comedy clubs and theaters. Yeah, because there's nothing like that. Yeah, it's nothing like that. There's no substitute for live performance. Yeah, there's nothing. And you can't, yeah, you can't fake that. You can't pretend that. You, it's you just can't like, get the same feeling. Can't, man. That when you, energy. When you're shooting something. Yeah. It's just like... It's dope. And it's a it's a oh, dope way to create and express yes. yourself. But it's really all... I mean, that's what we do. You create music so you can perform it. That so you can go out there and give it to people. And people could be like, yo, you know, right. when you said this, it meant this to me or did yes. that. You know what I mean? That's why you, you go out. That's yep. dope, man. I'm, I never really heard that full perspective. Yeah. And like then there's no substitute for live performances. Nah. Like you, you, you got to take your girl out. Yeah. At some point, you y'all can stream all day. You can stream, but at some point she's gonna be like, man, let's but go somewhere. What about somewhere. when they start doing? You see all the virtual VR now. Yeah. They, they got the the the. the, the the Facebook or the met the thing where you can put your hand and you can actually touch something. Now yeah, and feel it. They really don't want you to leave the house. Yo, that's go- I hope I'm gonna have by to. that time, man. That's garbage. You're gonna have to leave that house, <laughs> bro. You gotta leave the house. You gotta man. leave the house, and when you leave the house, we're gonna be right there with the live show. Come shows. on with all that, man. Right. I don't, don't want to live in a world where I can't. Well, I got to stay in the house. Yeah. be outside at some point. Time. Outside is fun, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Night on the town. Right. A good show. Food. And that's what I love about stand-up. Yeah, it's real. It's real. It's real. You got to come see me live. It's a different experience. It's nothing more, nothing more real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You're going to get that show, though. I would love to see a show just about that type of shit. Like, that's dope. You yeah. Know what I mean? It's like, because now, like, when I book an acting gig, I'm just like, Okay, like I'm excited, but it's like call time, yeah. wardrobe, yeah. early, hurry up and wait, hurry long shoot. Wait. That hurry Facts. up and wait is so, Facts. we need you here at 6 a.m. Yeah. I don't get to work until 12 p.m. Yeah. I've just been sitting here on set. Yeah, yeah. Chilling. <laughs> just chilling, yeah. Battery dead, up. yeah. Nah. So it's like, but a, a, a good weekend in a dope city? There's nothing like it. Yo, that post you put up, uh, Kevin Durant. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, mad yo. Mad ass, though. Yo. <laughs> is that real? Is that real? It's real life. It looked real. Gotta, Did put... you see what he said? He's like, I'm going to start calling y'all broke. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all he got. He had to clap back. Because, yo, them ankles look like. We broke, but we moisturized. Yeah. Them ankles look like beignets. They look like Cafe Dumont. It was hard. The things look like. like bro. What? We talked about that on Daddy Issues this morning. It was like, let me ask you this. This is the question we asked each other. Let's say 
you have the opportunity to have Kevin Durant's wealth. Okay. He's probably worth two hundred million dollars, maybe more, right now. Mm-hmm. But you got to be that ashy, neck down forever, forever. forever. Nah, I don't want to be that. That hurt. Yeah. That's gonna itch and hurt. You ain't gonna be able to sleep at you night. You got two hundred mil. Dude, you ain't gonna be able to live. You ain't gonna be able to enjoy it. You're gonna be yeah. itching. Ain't nobody gonna wanna be in bed with you. <laughs> like you, yeah. gonna, you ain't gonna wait, wanna but sleep. like how fast after the shower do you get that ashy? I don't know. I mean like look, if you got eczema, which that looks like Yeah, it might be that. it could be pretty quick. Yeah, but, that could be eczema. So we don't wanna man. talk about it. It might yeah, be it yeah, could yeah. be. Uh, but I it might have just been ashy. It could have just been super super duper ashy. Yeah. I've been that ashy like if I didn't lotion up after I went swimming. Yeah. That's that level of ass. Yeah, it's that, like yeah. I just yeah. got out the water. It's dry yeah. outside. Yeah. Like as a kid, we didn't really know. Like I was a dirty kid, so <laughs> I would just let the the chlorine dry yeah. me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you taking? Two hundred million. Oh no, I can't even like Next. I got I had to buy this. Even though I moisturized today my face. Yeah. I bought this to moisturize my face even more. <laughs> like I can't feel that because then it I can't exist. Yeah. Like, it's too much. Neck down, though. Your face is going to be smooth. And also, I like exfoliating. <laughs> like, I like... It ain't, it ain't uh, that's my favorite it. part of yeah. the shower is the exfoliation. It ain't worth 200 it. 200 mil? I, nah. do, I do it for, like... Give me five mil, I do it for a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could do it it's for, like, a short, a short <laughs> nah, amount of time. That's crazy. Here's four. You're going to be in your casket just... But you know what's crazy? <laughs> As a woman, it wouldn't even affect me. Like... I still like. I don't know if you still be with me, but somebody would. <laughs> Men would still be like, go. Somebody would. Oh, that's how for sure. What's yeah. up, mermaid? Yeah, because you got that fishtail oh, body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. Let me ask you this about your your discography, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you, and you probably gonna be like, all of them. My you know, babies. Each one <laughs> represented a different time. <laughs> oh, okay. What's your favorite? I, I, I'm gonna just do these projects right here because okay. I know you got you got mixtapes, you got EPs. You talking you got... about full projects or song? Oh, go ahead. I'm okay. talking about full projects. Okay. So we we choosing from. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume unlock the funk is not you. No, I don't know. I gotta get that. Is that some band? Some yeah, it's 1980. Band. So I don't yeah. think that's him. That's funny. Is labyrinth you? Yep. Labyrinth. The Green Box. Those are all the mixtapes, yeah. Before a, a before. thousand cuts, is that the debut? Thousand cuts is the first, yeah. That's I the first. That was my first. That's album. your baby. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the first so. one I did. Yeah. Lofty Goals. Second. Uh huh. The Lock Sessions. Mixtape. Mixtape. Olive Branch yeah. album. Album. Third album. No question. That's an EP. Collaborative. Collaborative project. EP. Yeah, yeah. I also have Embedded. That's not on there. Okay, Embedded. Ski Beats and Dame Dash. Yeah, we did that. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, you cool with Dame? Well, I did a project with uh, Dame, yeah. Wow. Ali. Mm-hmm, that's an album. That was the last album. And then you got the Lock Sessions. Two, yeah. Yeah. Volume two. That's a mixtape as well. So so we'll go with the albums. What's your favorite album that you've done? Uh, she said, each one is like your baby. <laughs> I know, because I know, I know. Okay, yeah. look, well, you know. All right. My favorite song I ever made, well, uh-huh. I think the most important song I ever made uh-huh. was, is on a thousand cuts. That's the hardest song ever. Okay. Because it's talking about like sexual abuse and you know, that type of oh, stuff. Wow. So I feel like that's the most important song I've ever done. Yeah. 
I feel like Ali has the most bangers. Okay. Like that Yo, album, I feel like stars. Yeah, I feel like sonically <laughs> everything. Stars. Yeah, I feel like that was like you know what I mean. I really put a lot into that. Um, stars with you and Merz. Yeah, shout out to Merz. We be listening to that guy. song. That song is produced by Apathy. Oh, who's a dope lyricist and producer out there in Connecticut. But I feel like I think I say lofty, lofty goals. Lofty goals. Yeah. That that was that was my intro to him. Yeah, lofty goals. The lofty goals. You though. know why? Because lofty goals is just such <laughs> a marker in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I literally made. I literally was just like everything on there was literally just this is happening to me. I'm gonna record about it. Yeah. Like literally everything. Okay. It literally, I can tell you every place I was at when I was coming up with those bars. Yeah. When I was thinking like literally like it all. It's just really, really that amount of time, and it was just very easy to make, and it was just, you know, it was just, yeah. What was you eating during that recording process? What was your primary food consumption yes. during Lofty Goals being created? Oh, what was man, you eating so on? I was going back and forth between here in New York, because at uh -huh. that time I was recording a lot in New York, in Jersey, because my, uh, my boy Matt, shout out Matt Cody, um, I was going out there working with him, um, Kennedy fried chicken. Ooh, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> rats. Cause look, is it? Yeah, because we was out there in Newark. Oh, now nah, you was in the hood, hood. I was in the hood. Oh, you was in. Yeah, that's I in the hood, hood. Newark. Yeah, that's. A you understand? Different, what I'm yeah. saying we went from Newark to. Matter of fact, this is one of. The, I'm just going because you from New York. I gotta tell you one of my worst experiences. Oh. So I was in New York. I was in Newark. Mm -hmm. I was out there because I used to go. So they, so my boy Matt and um, Braden and Salsa, they had like a commercial space in Newark uh -huh. in this building, right in like downtown Newark. Mm -hmm. And but they was living there. Oh. Mm. So imagine like this kind of building where it's like all like yeah. buildings, but it was no roofs. It was like so it was just like <laughs> just dividers. Okay. And high ceilings, but it mm -hmm. wasn't really made for people to live there. Right. But, but they set it up and they had an extra room. So I was just. Yo, I got an extra spot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I could just come out there. Matt was the engineer. He's recording. We're recording stuff. Uh -huh. Womp womp. And then um, they had to, the ceiling uh -oh. fell through. And oh. above the ceiling was the other people's toy, their bathroom. Oh. So we had no bathroom to use. We're just struggling. Bro, it was such a struggle. And so they had to move Damn. early. So they're moving from, <laughs> from Newark to Bed-Stuy. Uh -huh. Okay. I'm helping them move. It's a blizzard out there. Oh, Lord. damn. What, what month was it? This was January. Good Ooh. Lord. This is, so I'm recording this album in January 2014. Uh, they have no working shower. Oh. We just got to wash up, right? Damn, birdbath. <laughs> this was in Jersey, though, right? This was in Jersey. I just want to clear that up. This was in Jersey. I saw some <laughs> of the worst side note. I, in one day, I saw a man defecate. Oh. oh. Okay. A woman get hit. By a bus. Oh, what? <laughs> Jersey. Not, not and New people York, like, yo, what's going on? I'm like, yo, this lady <laughs> just got almost killed. She was okay. Oh, like, she was she good? She like got up. She and, like, got picked her up. She dusted herself off? And, and a man pleasure himself. Oh, oh God. It was just crazy, cause I. But anyway, all right. So is that the same man that took the dump. Shout no, this is a different. Oh. This is a different man. Damn us. This is all in Newark, right? <laughs> Shout out to Newark. Yeah. <laughs> I had to help them move, pack up all their stuff to move to like a a, a spot in Brooklyn. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. 
all that we record and we doing all that kind of stuff. It's just like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like rough. You know what I mean? We moving mattresses and couches and crown fried chicken. Or if we was really trying to spend our money, we trying to live it up, we'd go to a dinosaur bar. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's in New York? You heard of that spot? I feel like I heard of it. They, I, I stopped. By that time, I didn't eat meat. Okay, you was Yeah, all I was already. We was going, yeah, we was going to uh, Dino. Ten years in. Okay, yeah, you was, yeah, that that's what we was eating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's terrible, but. I look, hey. That's what, we had, that's what we had to do to get by. Awful. Man, that's Pizza. rough. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was rough. But when you got to Bedside, the the clouds opened up. It was a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> showers were showers. Because they was in the Bronx. Shout out to And mind you, I was this was they spot. I, I'm living in California. I got my apartment, right. but I'm yeah. thugging it out because we just record. Yeah. I'm just trying to get it done. You Man. know what I'm saying? They they let me sleep. You know, sleep free. in the spot for free. Yeah. So you I'm can't like, beat that. yeah. I'm like, all right. So you know, I'll you know, I'm going to the city back and forth to Newark. But then when it got to Bedside. I was like, okay, now we, you yeah. know, we over breathe. here, yeah. we can breathe. You just hop on one little train and mm-hmm. boom, okay. you're in Manhattan. So, but we was doing all that. I was recording that, and I was recording. So I would say half was in New York, uh-huh. and then half I was recording in mm-hmm. the Bay. Too. Wow, yeah. You like Brooklyn? What's your favorite borough? Brook. I mean, that's probably the most I spend time. I, yeah. you know, I never spent. Well, Harlem. Harlem is. I love Harlem. Yeah, Harlem's so, yeah. great. Yeah, Harlem Harlem's amazing. Dope. Yeah, Harlem's yeah. super dope. Uh, but I haven't really. I mean, I've been to Staten Island like one time. Yeah, nobody I've been really to Bronx does. like one or two times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But uh, I yeah. bombed in the Bronx. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Bronx, is, looking over the Bronx here. is its own place, yo. Yeah. 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 It's it like was different. It was its own place, isn't it? It's its oh, own world. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> is that where you from? Nah, I'm from Brooklyn. Are oh, you from Brooklyn? Yeah, what part yeah. of Brooklyn? Uh, Brownsville. Brownsville. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Home of the brave. Yes. Mop. Mop. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in New York. Just mm-hmm. like recording, like, cause oh, uh, like I told you, I did that album with Ski Beats and Dame mm-hmm. Dash. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that was I want to say 2011. Yeah, that's how I met Murs too, because Murs ended up working with Ski Beats, and then Murs was like, "Oh, Locke, you from California?" And then yeah. we, I mean, I had always been familiar with his music, right? Mm-hmm. But then that's when we connected. But um, Dame Dash had a, a, a art gallery mm-hmm. in Tribeca. It's like four floors. Yeah. It was the art gallery. There was a basement. Then it was an art gallery. Then there was a studio. And then uh, there was a offices where they were doing video editing. Oh wow! I did cool. a freestyle. Ski Beats was like, "Yo, don't you come to New York? Mm-hmm. You know, let's work." And I just flew out there on a buddy pass. Yeah, you know what I'm the saying? Buddy pass, <laughs> buddy right. pass. man. I remember I that. Missed that. I flew out there on a buddy pass. It was another blizzard. Yeah. I always get caught in the blizzards. Couldn't uh-huh. even make it to New York. Had to get off at Baltimore. Take a train from oh, Baltimore. Damn. To New York, so I could be at that session. Did that session? Me and Ski recorded like four songs. He was like, "Yo, dang, we got to do a project with Locke." You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then that's how I built that. Really. But ever since then, I just start connecting, connecting and meeting people. Yeah. Um, in New York, and obviously Sway was out there. Mm-hmm. Hit up Sway like, "Yo, I'm out here." He start going up there, freestyling, doing stuff. So it kind of like after after that, I I never fully moved out there. Yeah. But I just built so many relationships and was just like out there all the time. So right. New York is like a even more so than L.A., New York is like a second home to me. Okay. Hey. Yeah. yeah. For sure, Love for to sure. hear I'm it. a fan of New York. Yeah. Between the Bay and, and New York, that's, those are that's great a good, two homes. That's, that's all you need. Yeah. Right. They, they vary the cousins, man. Yeah. Uh, respectfully, I'll add Chicago. That could be a third hey, home. Yeah. In there, man. Yeah, I, I respect it. Chicago twice, and I got family there for shows. I haven't even been able to like really experience Chicago. Yeah. Come on, man. I got to get back come, over there. Come on, it's, it's both been fun. It's they, it's dope. I mean, it's the it's love family, is incredible. Man. How you stay slim? 
Uh, I run. Mm, okay. Work out. Uh, I you do be a, running outside. Running outside. Okay. But then um, I tore a meniscus, mm. so I started substituting the bike. Okay. So I go. So that got me back in the gym. Yeah. With the meniscus, but I still now I try to alternate. Mm. I try to uh, run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Couple days a week. Hit the gym a couple days a week. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. So I yeah I, I know you be on your fitness too. I be trying, man, but food be right. <laughs> I be trying, but food. Food be. <laughs> food is everything. It's always there looking at me, man. Food, but are you you guys are vegan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, vegetarian. She's hundred okay. percent vegan. Yeah. So you still vegan. what eat cheese from time to time or something or not? I have a slice of pizza once every six months mm -hmm. that with just regular cheese on it, yeah. but that's that's rare. Okay. But um, he's more I'm, plant based. Plant based. Yeah. yeah that, well, okay, so, ve I mean, that's vegan, right? Plant based. Well, vegan, well, vegan is a vegan lifestyle. Is, oh, vegan comes, is a whole train of thought, a yeah. whole type of thing. Yeah. Right? I'll okay. be wearing like these sneakers I got on, okay. leather and yeah. like. Yeah. So I you, you complete. Yeah. You just completely know anything that's made from animals. Mm -hmm. done. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be eating honey, and like you know, uh, I might get a cookie that has some milk chocolate, a milk in there, or milk chocolate, or I might yeah. get a waffle. Got, got some you. milk in there. Got I had some butter meat. last weekend because it was on the grits. Got you. But no animals though at all. Like you're not eating animal flesh. Animal, no. Yeah, yeah. You're not eating animal 100%, flesh. No. Got yeah. You, got you. What about eggs? No eggs. No eggs. Unless, <laughs> unless it was in that waffle it was in batter. Okay. Then, yeah. You know, yeah. Because they. I just don't want to be false flagging. Yeah. yeah. yeah got you. Because vegans would be like, Yo, I, I saw you eating a uh, yeah. Mrs. Fields cookie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't want the smoke. They be you on know? your I head. I just like to be hundred percent clear. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, I'm not vegan. I mean, I am pre. I'm vegan friendly. Like okay. I'm. You know what I mean? I'm. I don't eat as meat as much. Mm -hmm. Um. Every you know so often I you know like I do eat chicken yeah you know what I mean it's usually like lean type of meats but mm -hmm. um but I, when I'm at home usually when I'm cooking yeah yeah I'm I'm doing like plant based stuff okay. what's your favorite thing to cook when you at the crib tacos I ain't yeah. tacos. tacos you tacos can't go wrong go to, corn or flour tortillas corn let's yes, go corn, bro. come on let's man. go come on bro have you been a vegan mob. That's my boy. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's so Where good. have I been? That's my guy, Toriano. Shout out to Vegan Mob. Yes. That's like That's why I'll be running. After I do my run. You go over there? Vegan Mob. <laughs> Yo, Vegan Mob is so good. Have you ever been to Malibu's Burger? Of course. Yeah. yeah that's my guy to too, man. Too. They that's started that up. Vegan yeah. food We got some spots yeah. out Y'all got some spots out here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Monty's. Yeah. Uh, Nick's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, Murr's is, is good. vegan. Yeah. yeah. So Murr's be telling. I hit a Murr's. I'm like, y'all need a good. He'd be like, go here, go there. I'd be like, all right. So I, I try to right. You yeah, know what I mean? Merz is my vegan buddy, man. We yeah, be okay. talking about Merz. Is that guy, yeah, he's man. that guy. Yeah, yeah. Shout that, out to Merz. That guy. He we be on tour because I went on tour with Merz in 2019, and uh, we be on the road, and he'll be like, we be like, where are we going? And he'd take us off route yeah. to go to the vegan. The, this is the vegan yeah. spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it's hit or miss. Sometimes it's like, yo, this fire. Sometimes it's like, bro, yeah. we went all the way over here for this. Yeah. But he do know. Murs has been a he been a vegan vegetarian for so long. Yeah. He could tell you the spots in every city. Right. He'd be like, oh, when you here, you go here. When you mm -hmm. in San Antonio, you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go to that spot. So. He 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 knows yeah. stuff. Yeah. It is a gamble, like because a lot of vegan places are new. Yeah. So a lot of times we'll be going for the first time. She'll know it exists, but we'll be experiencing that place for the first time. Mm -hmm. So it'd be hitting Miss City. Yeah. So we'd be like, all right, it's vegan. Let's go. We'd be excited. Yeah. Have and you then, ever had uh 
the modern vegan in Vegas. Oh yes, that remember place we is went fire. there, babe? Did we go there? Yeah, it's the it's like the restaurant. It was like it's yeah, like it's black kinda, and white inside. Yeah, I think I got the yeah, chicken and waffles or the oh. salad. Yeah. What did I get? You remember what I got? Jeez. I'm trying to remember. That place is it's all it's so good. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's like. It almost looks industrial yeah. where it's mm. at. It ain't really too much over there. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not fire. Too much. Yeah, I had yeah. the um every time I go to Vegas, I had the uh the uh chicken sandwich, the crispy mm-hmm. chicken sandwich. Fire. Yeah. I was like, man. Yeah, my <laughs> vegan is good. I'm hungry, man. So good. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> I'm hungry right Me now. Me too. Yeah, dog. Have you been to a cocinero out here? What is it called? El Cocinero. It's a Mexican spot. It's vegan? It's I vegan. think I follow him on Instagram. Vegan. I haven't been here. It's not far from here. They got great tacos. Yeah. Really? Yes. So yes. they what do they use as their... They have a different options. Different options. Yeah. yeah. Do they got the fake meat? I do be eating the fake meat. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. They, yeah. Got, they, got, they, <laughs> they got whatever I know it's not need. the healthiest. Yo. Yeah. Sometimes. Go there, yeah. bro. Okay. All right. Today. Right now. Let me know. Say no I more. I need your number anyway, but let me know. Say no more. Because they're... they're I, I, I that's that's I'm always. Yeah. That's my spot. Every time I go someplace new, I be trying to find the new yeah. vegan spot. Let, let me yes. see what they got over here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Cause you go in there, you order, you can get the the pollo, the mm-hmm. carne asada, the mm-hmm. all vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got your options on the taco front, and then they just there's another tortillas. spot uh, in Vegas, Pancho's Pancho's Tacos. Oh, I heard. Wait, I think we went to that too. Did y'all Did go we? there? Uh, Poncho? Wait, no. They I'm got the of things. What are they? The... It's not a. It's not a taco. It's. It looks kind of like a, t- tortilla, like a tostada kind of, but uh, it's like. It's like a fried shell. It's like a. Uh, what's it called? It's, <sighs> it's not a tost. It is a. Tostada, it's not a pop. It? It's not a pupusa. Oh, pupusa. They uh. They put the meat else. inside and. No, it's front? just on top. It's like oh. a tostada. Wow. But the shell, oh man, it's fire! I that sounds good. Man. It does sound good. Yeah. We did go to some uh, drive-through vegan spot in Vegas, and that Vegas got some spots. Vegas man. got some good vegan food. Yeah, yeah Vegas I like Vegas. Yeah. Vegas is a good time. Oh, spot. gordita, is that what you're thinking of? Mm-mm. Yeah, if you said flauta, no, no, that doesn't sound right. Nah. yeah, none of us know. Do uh, do you think Oakland is overpriced? Like whatever your mortgage rent is yes. right now, yes. is, is it killing you? Yes. It's, um, well, Oakland, um, Oakland, yeah. Right now, yeah. People, I feel anybody coming in right now, yeah, it's rough. Okay. Uh, but I think it's kind of le- so. About two years ago, it was dumb crazy. Yeah. Like before the pandemic, mm. yeah. So the pandemic kind of oh smoothed it up a little kinda, bit. It kind of brought, brought it a little bit, down. yeah. Because and then people, you know, people moving out of California, yeah. Tech places stuff is kind of like. It still ain't cool, but it's not as worse as it was, I want to say, two years ago. Okay. Um, but if you bought something early, yeah, then you good because the stuff is going right. up. You know Always. what I mean? But if you're trying to come there, obviously, it's just one of the, I mean, yeah, it's one of the barriers. I think it's number one, most expensive, even more than L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More, yeah. more expensive, man. It's like, it's dumb. But it's kind of, it's, it's, it's getting a little under control. Okay. You love Oakland? Yeah, I love the Bay. I love Oakland. Yeah. You know, um, it's nice, man. Yeah, it's nice. It's just like you said. It's just that melting pot. Mm-hmm. You got different people. People's low key, but at the same time, it's not like overbearing. Yeah, you know. I get it. Yeah, I love it. Up you there. get you get a little bit. I mean, it's a little slower uh-huh. than New York, mm-hmm. and it's not as industry as L.A. Right. So yeah. it's just it just depends on what you're looking for. Right. But it's close yeah. enough. I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna shoot down to L.A. So you know, 45 minute flight or mm-hmm. a little five and a half hour drive, depending yeah. on right. what you want to do. Well, you so. can take a nice train ride down there. Yeah. They got a, they got a train. 
I think so. I think oh, you yeah, can Amtrak it. Oh from, yeah. You know. How I think. That, how long that take though? It might take a little bit, but but yeah. you get the chill. You get the chill. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, we gotta ask you your top five MCs. Mm. Oh. Yep, the closeout I mean, question. I'm going to ask you two then. You knew oh. this was coming. All right, I'm going to ask you your top comedy. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it back on you. Not let, I, could do, I could do it two ways. I could do give me your top five MCs by region or what, just all together. Whatever you want to do. Whatever. All right, all right. I'm going I'm to I'm mix it up, y'all. Right. We, we mixing it up. Ooh. Top five East Coast MCs. East Coast meaning North Carolina on down is exempt. Okay, so you just talk about like Northeast basically. Yes, yeah. New Philly. York, Philly, Jersey, yeah. Maine, D- New Hampshire. D.C., Baltimore. D.C. and Baltimore, throw those in the East. The East. Okay. Throw that in there too. Jay-Z number one. Okay. For show, for show. Nas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rakim. Let's go New York. KRS. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? In the borough. KRS. The and then... Uh, Here come the surprise. Right. God damn. Who am I missing? I mean, I guess... I, I want to say Big Daddy. I, I just... I'm trying to think of errors, you know? Because mm-hmm. my error is obviously more than Nas. Right. Jay-Z era. So I'm just more biased to that, but... Rakim had a profound effect. Karis One had a profound mm. effect. I, I want to say Big Daddy. See, I, I, I just I'm just trying to give you my train of thought. Yeah, I put Biggie and Jay Z together. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jay kind of continued. Right, took yeah. the baton. Took the baton. Yeah. I feel like Biggie was going to be. I feel like he's great, but I feel like he was. He didn't have enough for me. Uh-huh. He only had two hours. As far as body of work. Body of yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Two I hours. feel like he had pun the same thing. Yeah. I feel like pun was just hitting his stride. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was funny because he was already right. super lyrical, but then right. he was making yeah. songs and he was funny. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, so I'm going to say Jay, Nas, uh, Rakim, mm-hmm. KRS, and let's throw Black Thought in there. Oh. Okay. Let's throw Black God Thought in there. Goddamn right. Black Thought. Black Thought. I'm give yeah. Let's, let's get black. Cause I I when I think about shit, when, that first Roots album, oh. I had the first single, mm-hmm. and then that first album, like that, mm-hmm. you know, Black Thought was like, I was like, oh, I don't know, Nas, you know what I mean? Yeah. Black Thought. So yeah, and to show that he still can just go in oh. crazy. So yeah, Black Thought. He can do it all. Mm-hmm. He's a he's an MC that could do it all. He can, he he's an MC's MC for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. he could be smooth for the, for the ladies. He can storytell. He could, uh, if you are worried about where, you know what I mean? So you can't say he ain't got them. He them got the, He could smooth it out if yeah. he wanted to. He but he be, gets lost because of the roots. You know what I mean? That, we just associate he, he wants it. With the roots. He'd rather blend into blend, the band. But then he'll the step beat. out and give you these bars. Yep. So yeah, so we and get Black Thought, get Black Thought his flower. So those oh, are my hell five. Yeah. Those are my five East Coast. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, great. Five MCs Southern. North Carolina on down to Florida, all the way over. Just to, all was be Southern United States. All the way over from Florida to Texas. Okay. <laughs> okay, Andre. Okay. Of course. Wheezy. Okay. All right. Um, I got some people in my head, but I just want to make sure I'm. 
Scarface. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Face. So we got two more left. So I said two more left. Andre, Weezy, Scarface. Mm -hmm. These are just my favorites. Yeah. These are ones yeah. that this is personal. Rock, you know what I'm saying? Personal for you. Uh I'm trying to think before I go there. I'm trying to think of every state. Mm, you know got, what I'm saying? You got North and South Carolina. You got Virginia, West Virginia. Honorable mention, Wait, little brother. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, yes. Fonte. Fonte and Big, Big Poo. You know what I'm saying? Honorable mention them. Uh, who's in Florida? Florida, you Wait, got. T.I. Okay, I, I, I'm thinking about putting T.I. in. I'm okay. Just, let's just keep that. T.I. is barred up. Because I'm thinking mm -hmm. about Georgia, the lyricists in Georgia. Yeah. In Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Florida, you got Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Luke. Luke. <laughs> Trina. Trina. Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. We're talking about lyricists. Who, who is it? Any lyricists? Uh, Mississippi, you got Big Crit. Big Crit. Big Crit was my shit, man. Um, got Lil Boosie out of Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Jay Electronica out of Louisiana. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, we, Jay. I guess we got to consider him a Southern artist, right? Yeah. He is from yeah. the South. Uh, Texas, Arkansas, I'm trying to think. No, I can't think of. I'm going to put T.I. T.I. So we got T.I., Face, Wheezy, Andre. Andre. One more. Yeah, the side. Damn. I feel like Texas has a good roster. Oh, yeah. yeah. Texas got Ghetto Boys. UGK. Yeah, UGK. That's what I was, I was thinking about Bun B. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about Bun B. I, too. I, I feel like it's got to be Bun B. Bun you got to cover nice, that. Man. Port yeah. Arthur, Houston. Mm hmm. Bun B. Bun B. Yeah, that's Bun a good. Bun B. I was thinking Bun B too. I was like, Bun, Bun B, nice. You gotta, you gotta yeah. put Bun B. I was just, I was just trying to make sure. Yeah. Cause I, like, I, I, I listened to like, just, I wasn't heavy on UGK, mm. yeah. but I did listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand. I get it. It's and Bun B is obviously super dope, and he yeah. has some dope solo mm -hmm. projects. Mm -hmm. and Anytime versus, he features, yeah, he uh, gonna murder say, every time. Killed it. So, every time. Okay. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So, so, what did I say? Uh, Andre, Weezy, Faith, T.I., Bun B. That's solid. That's, yeah, a, good that's a good list okay, right okay. there. Yeah. And honorable mention, hold on. Honorable mention was Little Brother, and then. Why is somebody's mention? Hold on. Oh. oh, Luda. Damn. No, somebody underground that I'm. Well, how am I going blank? Just move on. I'm going to come back to okay, it. Okay. It's gonna, it's gonna, gonna, <laughs> he's not in the top. All right, we'll come back to it. Midwest. Mm -hmm. We got Michigan. Minnesota, Illinois, St. Louis, all the Midwest. Memphis, uh, Ohio, Chicago. Okay, uh, Eminem. Okay, Royce, mm -hmm. Common. Okay, that's three. Breezing through the Midwest. Right, the Midwest was easy. Twister. Okay, Twister. Okay. To you gotta, Chicago. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, I mean, I see. <laughs> so wait, I got Eminem, Royce, Common, Twister. Um, I'm trying to do I do I put Kanye in there? I mean, okay. mm -hmm. Lupe. I mean oh yeah, Lupe. How did I forget Lupe? Lupe can rap, rap. Yeah. Okay, I think Lupe. Wait, who else? I'm just trying to think of who else. In the Midwest? I mean, I got a lot of friends Slug? that are dope MCs. <laughs> huh? Slug, yeah. Slug shout out could... to my man Slug. Yeah. I mean, Where's Slug from? He's from Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That, I get mixed up with Minnesota because you oh, be like, yeah. We had, I had this conversation with him about that too. Okay. I didn't know yeah. you were I mean, <sighs> yeah, because he's definitely in my top. Slug. I mean, yeah, I love, yeah, I you love. know what I mean? Love atmosphere. 
I mean, do I put Slug above Kanye? Because I don't really consider, I consider Kanye just like a yeah. artist, not like MC. Mm-hmm. Right. Slug is an MC. Yeah, he's an mm-hmm. MC. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It's the hard hidden questions yeah. on Verbal And then Cardio. who else is, but I feel like it's a lot more Midwest mm-hmm. MCs that. We're forgetting uh, Tech Nine. Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. Tech Nine. Bone Thugs. Oh, yeah, Bone I'm putting thugs. Tech Nine. Tech Nine? I'm putting tech, tech Nine. Yeah, there it is. I'm putting Tech, tech Nine. Honorable Kansas mention. Kansas City. Honorable mention for sure, uh, Slug. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I mean, I like Atmosphere's music a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as far as spitter, spitter, you mm-hmm. got to put it to tech. They like neck and neck. Okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> I, so I, you know, I got to shout out Slug. But I, I guess as far as like spitting, 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 yeah. you know, I'm, I'm pro- I feel like tech will probably just edge it out a little bit. Tech yeah. But as far as overall artistry. Atmosphere yeah. is more prevalent to me. Okay. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna give Tech that spot because I feel like he wants that spot and he deserves it. Yeah. yeah. You know what that I'm makes saying? Sense. Tech nine. So I'll is... give Tech that. Yeah. Kanye, I love you as an artist. <laughs> I love the last album too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite Kanye albums in a long time. I like that song with the with the locks and Jay Elect. Uh, Jesus Lord, Lord. I like this that's, song. That's fire. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So that's my Midwest. Okay, Midwest. We got it locked down. And now the uh, West. The toughest one. Washington, Oregon, <laughs> California, New Mexico, Arizona, <laughs> North and South Dakota, yeah. Alaska. Just, I had an argument, not an argument with this Alaska. dude that was on tour. <laughs> and I ain't going to say his name because I don't even want, but it was funny. We was on tour. Say his name. No, nah, he had nobody. With Come him. on. So he was a young white cat. He was, you know, he was opening up. And um, he was from Montana. <laughs> Shout out to Montana. I just came back Shout from out. Montana. Montana's beautiful. Um... And the guy, when he would go on stage, he wasn't he don't he wasn't on the full tour. He came like a few shows in, mm-hmm. and the guy who was my DJ was like kind of hosting as well. Yeah. So he would announce him. He was like coming from the West Coast, and I'm like, the West Coast, yeah. Montana, that, that's not the oh. West Coast. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, am I tripping? <laughs> so I thought maybe because the guy who my, the DJ who was DJing for me, shout mm-hmm. out Dave, that he was um. He's from the East Coast. So I know some people in the East yeah. Coast, they just think they everything is West together. Coast. Everything's right. West, West so Coast. Everything sure. is LA. Yeah. yeah sure. They think Cali is LA. <laughs> For sure. They're like, oh, I'm going to be in LA. I'm like, bro, I'm six hours away. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm thinking it's just a mistake. But then the next night, he said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, hold on. I'm just like, so then I was like, yo, Dave, bro, why you keep saying? He's like, he told me to say he was from the West Coast. Oh. I'm like, wait, hold on. So I had to go on. I was like, bro. He's like, what's up, Locke? I was like, did you tell Dave to say you're from the, from the West Coast? Yeah. He was like, well, I mean, you know. I was like, nah, dog. You are not from <laughs> that's I was like, Montana. And, there, and people were just like, yeah, we told him it's not the West. I was like, dude, that's two states over. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're from, if you're from Washington, I'll accept that. Right. Even if you're not from the, the, the West Coast of Washington. Right. If you're from Washington, that state is on the West it's Coast. On the, it's yeah. literally on the. Yeah, the Oregon. Coast. Yeah. That state is on the so you could be from the e- most eastern part of Oregon. Yeah, I, even Vegas, I might even give you West Coast. Yeah. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like you close. But I was like, Mont- I was like, bro, you two states away. Yeah. You ain't even in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that sliver of <laughs> Idaho. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> I feel like when people think of Montana, they think Northwest. You know what it is? So I looked it up. Huh? I was like, because this was a whole debate on yeah. this tour. I looked it up. It's the Western United States. Uh, That's what it is. Okay. So Wyoming, 
uh, Montana, Idaho is the Western United States. Okay. It's not the and West it's, Coast. It's the West. As I say, you can't say that anymore, yeah. brother. <laughs> I feel it. From the Western United States. Yeah. From, the West, <laughs> from, from out West. Because Montana. <laughs> yeah, you trying to, basically he trying to say he's from Cali. Like, yeah. you're trying yeah. to get over. Trying like, to get that Cali, come on, though. Homie, like, I'm trying to, you can't step on our toes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. West top Cal. five, West Coast. West Coast. This is a tough one, brother. Mm-hmm. This is personal. Oh. My top five, okay? Yep, your personal. Number one is Tupac. Okay. Even though he was born in the East, mm-hmm. he got his game from the West. He got mm-hmm. his musical feet together. He got his musical feet. He started rapping in the West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got his game from Oakland. Mm-hmm. Blew up in LA. Yeah. Pac. Number two, Ice Cube. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn, this is going to be tough. Yeah, hard-hitting questions here on Verbal Cardio. Hard-hitting. <laughs> Is corrupt? I mean, we consider him West Coast, right? I mean, he was born he's in... from Philly, he's from right? from Philly. But I feel like he went to high... I mean, he started rapping oh. on the East. I mean, in the West. Well, <laughs> if he started rapping in the West, then you can... You I mean, can, he's yeah. part of the dog pack. Yeah. Don't get no yeah. more West. Everything he's he did He's definitely looked at as a West Coast. As a yeah, West Coast. Yeah, I definitely sure. think of him. Everything about him is West Coast. Yeah. Everything about yeah. him. But His he whole is visual. from Philly. He's from Philly, yeah. technically. And he and he he lets you know he's from Philly. He, he doesn't. But he, he also claimed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. West Coast. I would, I would give him to you for the West. So I'm going corrupt. I mean, mm-hmm. corrupt young Gotti. Yeah. So that's three, right? Mm-hmm. Pac, Q, D.O.C. Okay. Oh, yeah. D.O.C. Right. That one album, dude, lyrically, I'm going D.O.C. Because that affected me. When I heard that, I was just like. Even though he's from Texas. He is from Texas. But he but, started rapping yeah. on the on the West Coast. Yep. So that's four. And the last spot, I got to give it to K-Dot, Kendrick okay. Lamar. Kendrick yeah. Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, he's there. Okay. That's it. I mean, you can't take that away from him. Man. Kendrick. But. Oh. Uh-oh. Crooked Eye. Ooh. <laughs> that dude. <laughs> Can rap. I mean, I don't know, dog. <laughs> King Crooked, man, that's my brother. That dude. Can I don't know. Rap. I, I, I'm pulling Kendrick out. Oh. I'm putting, putting. I'm putting Crooked. Kendrick, I got. So basically, I'm putting Ken, I'm, Kendrick. I got to hear the next album. Okay. Just of what could you, just what Crooked has done is just far as lyricism for the West Coast. Yeah. I'm giving it to him. Okay. Same thing. About DLC, mm. even though he's not, so maybe you know you pull DLC out, you put Kendrick in, cause he ain't, you know what I mean. But then it's like you got corrupt, so that's the top. Six. Me personally, I would put in, I would take out DLC and put Kendrick in, just because Kendrick has more fully realized albums. albums. DLC got one. Yeah, but, but DLC, but DLC he was also writing, wrote for he people. He was writing them chronics yeah. out. He was writing, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's very instrumental in he the whole sound. Him, and, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel that 100 percent as well. So, because I be looking at like when I be putting my list together, it'd be like albums. Yeah, man. I'll be album McGee. So however you want to look at it. Okay. <laughs> Solid. Top five comedians. Oh. Top five comedians. I, I, I For me hear. personally. Top five. And I'm talking about stand-ups. Okay. Top five stand-ups. My, uh, so I got to take my influences, throw them in there first. Okay. Damon Wayans. Woo. Okay. Sinbad. Sinbad. 
Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, sir. Is a huge influence on me Seinfeld. comedically. I, I, I will. And a lot of people be like, he's not funny on stage. No, yes, he is. For it's, me, his stand-up is amazing. <laughs> and I, I see in the same vein as him, like the, the smallest little mundane things is what I find hilarious. hilarious. Yes. And that was him all day. Yes. So those three right there. So, wait, my, wait, hold on, let me go back. You said Sinbad. Sinbad, Damon Wayne. Damon Wayne. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. That, those, are, those are my three influences. Damon Wayne's is an incredible writer. Oh, oh, man. So is Keenan, yeah. He doesn't get enough props as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. People give Damon Wayans props as a comedic actor. Okay. But I feel like his his HBO specials. It was dope. I only him. saw one. I only oh. saw one. He had more than one? Yeah, he had the 30-minute special, uh -huh. and then he had two hour specials. One's The Last Stand, and one is Still Standing. What was the one where he was sweating? He had, like, the, the, the tonal shirt on. Remember he was talking... He had the hat on. The little I hat. think that might have been still standing. Still standing. Okay. Yeah. Was he that had like big, his last the big one? brown hat on. Was that the last one? I, I think still standing is his last. No. Because hmm. he has the last stand. Okay. I think that might have been his last one. Okay. But I forget the outfits. All right. Okay. I remember. But but you know what I'm talking about? Like that beige, brownish. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. T shirt. Yeah. Yep. Um, those three right there. Okay. This is where it gets murky for me because anybody else you ain't can going be. Back though, yeah, I thought you, you ain't going. Because I could, I could go Richard and Eddie and George Carlin, but um, because I love, I love just listening to George Carlin mm -hmm. talk. Like even yeah, if I'm not your... laughing, I'm just like, yeah. great point. Yeah, no, some of his stuff you're not even laughing. You're no. just listening to him go like... on for like. 15 minutes. It's like, this yeah. is just good True. information. Yeah. 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 Which is, when George Carlin was doing his thing, when I was, you know, first coming up in comedy, that type of comedy, I was like, yo, this is, I never heard a comedian have me really sitting here like, he's great lecturing. point. Yeah, he's yeah. just giving you, yeah. So now, now too many comedians are doing that. Yeah. In, in my personal opinion, mm. it's too, it's mm -hmm. too much great point comedy mm. and not enough. Just funny. gut bust. It's yeah. like TED Talk comedy. Yes, <laughs> George Carlin. I love it because yeah. it was fresh when I first yeah. heard of him. Okay, but now it's like everybody can't be TED. You're talking. not putting Richard in there. Now Richard, let me get to Richard. Okay, so Richard, um, I see myself in Richard in as far as the honesty and what I'm talking about. Mm. Like Richard was very honest. He would just throw it all out there and up there. In the moment, and I just be like, "Yo, he's just talking about everything in his life," and I just like, you know, I draw from that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like, when I watch Richard Pryor do stand up, he births so many other comedians. Like, if you ever watch Def Comedy Jam, of course, yeah, you see all of his children, yeah, in Def Comedy Jam, absolutely. So when people be like, "Man, Richard Pryor wasn't funny," what? Who would be like, who "How are you? That? How are you not?" You know, if you like anybody from Def Jam, you you had to like Richard. You know what, what I mean? Because he's been so he influenced so many other comedians that if you go back and watch Richard, you may feel like, oh man, he's just doing. Yeah. Even though he was the originator of all of that. Yeah. So I might Richard might be my number four, number five. I'm a big Bill Burr fan. Um, so you put Richard at four? Yeah. Okay. Not now. This is not in order. Order. This yeah, is yeah. Just you the, remember, you the got him in your four. Yeah, yeah. Up in there. 
Okay. Um, so got Richard. Okay. Just because I really liked his style and how he did stand up comedy, mm. and the fact that he was fail and recover and do all of that, he was he was You're talking about Richard, book. right? Richard. I think just I just want to add to your point, like Richard. I feel like. Um, was talking about personal, serious mm-hmm. commentary on things, yes. but he did it in a goofy, funny way, yes. too. That was just like, you had to just like, for that time period, you had to just like yes. laugh at it. You know what I mean? And making... he was a great actor. Great. Mm-hmm. His movies was funny, too. Yeah. He got the good movies. He got the, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It was like Richard was. He was it. Man. Yeah. Um, the fifth is tough. You know. A lot of people will be putting Chris Rock up in there and Dave Chappelle and like, you know. Mm. Um, but for me, I might have to put Bernie Mac as my fifth. Wow. Simply because That's when so I first sick. saw him on Def Jam, I was like, yo, <laughs> this dude right here is mad funny. Wow. And then every time I would see him on Def Jam, I'm like, I want more of Bernie Mac. There was a few comedians I I wanted more Chris Tucker I wanted more, but Bernie Mac, and then, cause I I like his blueprint a lot of like killing it on stage, scene stealing in movies. Everything he was in, he was still the he was still the show. That's true. And it was just like when he showed up in Head of State with Chris Rock as his brother, just slapping people. Mad oh, funny. Yeah, he he stood out in life amongst all these other mad funny people. He stood out with Jangalang and House Party Three and like Don't Be a Menace to Society. It was just like every time he pulled he up, up. Friday. Friday. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Every time he pulled up, it was like, yo. Well, when did, yeah, he was the uh He was the pastor, the crooked the pastor. pastor. Yeah. Like, Lord Hammers. <laughs> it was just like and the and the way he talked, it was so infectious. It was like, you know, and then the, the mammoth moment was original Kings of Comedy. Everybody's killing. Yeah. And then he Was he just, last? He was last and he, and he blew And the it was roof like off. what I remember. It was like, what is he gonna do? Like what that was really Because I was already laughed out. Yeah. Like Steve was killing his hoes. Yeah, Cedric the, DL. Yep. And they were killing. It yeah. was just like, yo, I don't think I got any laughs left. Mm-hmm. And then he went, closed it out, and I I was just like That was monumental. That really solidified him. Like on That's, a big scale where he was just like, yo. That was his for moment. For him to close and to do that it was and to just, kill and made iconic. Because that was when he was like the milk and cookie. Was that when he yeah, first came up with the, the milk, milk and cookie? Milk. It was storytelling. It was yeah. everything he was wow. saying hit. It was just like. Facts. And I was just like. So did you go back and watch all these things once you started? Did you watch them differently when you became a comedian? Not really. Like, because uh, I, na- I was just organically watching these things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. I was just seeing them. Like, you know, we HBO comedy specials, I was watching them. Yeah. Sinbad, I could yeah, watch we, that with my mom because yeah, he didn't funny. cuss. Yeah. So it was just like we were just enjoying comedy. And then when I got into it, I didn't want to go back and watch too much comedy because mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to get, you know, mm-hmm. filtered or, you know, ideas or try to be like them purposely. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, I was just going to watch new comedy on forward. Mm-hmm. I would go back to my favorites, but I didn't really go back as like a study on, you know. Mm-hmm. So That's a dope list, though. Yeah, you can't really be mad at that. I mean, yeah. Mac, that's... That, that might be my list right there. Even though I tell people all the time, I don't have a favorite comedian because mm-hmm. I... 
it's so many that I find funny and so many different elements. Mm. But those initial three that I gave you mm-hmm. are definitely my comedic influence. That's dope. The stage presence of Sinbad, the uh, silly act out, along with some dark touches of Damon Wayans, and the everyday break a break a observation down to the last molecule on something as simple as Seinfeld. you know corn mm-hmm. of Seinfeld. Yeah. So it's just. Were you an actual fan of Seinfeld's show? Yes, oh, that's my favorite it. TV standup. So that's my favorite standup. That's my favorite comedy sitcom of all time. Do you like Kirby Enthusiasm? Yes, oh. but but it it makes my nerves bad. Why? Because he's just so he's. <laughs> He's so neurotic yeah. that I need a break. I love yeah, it. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I binge I, it. I was just talking to my boy about this. Uh-huh. I think I kind of think I kind of feel like Kirby enthusiasm is better than Seinfeld. A lot now. of people do. I mean, it's different. It's like yeah. it just kind of took what you know what I mean. It's, it's just, like the it yeah. was written in the Illmatic yeah. comparison. Yeah. It's like Seinfeld is like the goat. That's like, the Illmatic. Yeah. That's it. But know? it was written was fire. But have yeah. you noticed this? Do you still watch it? Yeah. Have you noticed the parallels between Seinfeld now? Like I was oh, telling yeah. my boy, I was like, "Yo, JB Smooth, Leon is Kramer." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like doesn't he's care, basically he's Kramer. Yeah. yeah. He, he provides that and. um Jerry is his manager, Jeff. Mm-hmm. He's like the oh, straight okay. man. Yeah. yeah, he is. And 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 and, jo- and, and Larry is kind of George and Jerry. It, you know, yeah. he kind of covers yeah. both, so they're kind of like George and Jerry together. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's all like, you know what I mean? Like Funkhauser yeah. is kind of like uh, oh, yeah, Newman. You yeah. know what I mean? He's kind of like like friends, but they kind of like mm-hmm. you know at each other's head. Yeah, it's kind of like those parallels, but but you can curse. Yeah, you know what I right. mean? But it's like, yeah. Yeah. And then NBC also like yeah. a lot of it feels so real that I don't feel like I'm watching something that was written. Nah, yeah. well, I'd be like, yo, it. it's, it's not. Real? It's not really written. They right? say it's that not, he doesn't he, write it. He sets up the scene. He sets and then up they the scene. Yeah. And they just let him go yeah. and they record yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty It's dope. a funny show, though. But it's I just great. be I be having my little breaks. Yeah, yeah. Just cause. No, it is. It is yeah. a lot. Yeah. Because you know what? I took a break from it for like two seasons. Yeah. And then I went back and That's like what I caught did. up on like yeah. the, la- the two before this one. Mm-hmm. He be yeah. making my nerves bad. Yeah. But Seinfeld, that's that's the cream of the crop for me. Seinfeld is just like. 30 minutes, it's all the hits. Oh, yeah. It's just like funny hits, yes. you know what I mean? Laugh tracks. callbacks. The, yep. It's always a great callback in an episode. It's yeah. just like... Yeah. Well, I feel like this. Curb is like, there's some low moments where it kind of lows or like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like, you know, episode or two, it's just like, well, you know, it's kind of yeah. okay. Where Seinfeld, it's just 22 yeah. minutes of, you know what I'm saying? It just hits. And I, I started <laughs> watching Seinfeld when it, when it premiered. Me too. Be- before it really, before I even really understood the yeah, humor when it was myself. The, when it was weird. Yeah, when I was, it was just, just like, George and Jerry at the uh, I don't know laundry what's happening mat. here, but I like it. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a show like this, but I like it. Me I wasn't too. really laughing a ton on those early episodes. But, but, I I, like, but you enjoyed it. It, it yeah. felt like nothing I had seen before on there TV. You go. I was the same way, and man. It just got funnier and funnier, and I was just like, "Facts, you know, it got yes. outrageous, man." Yeah. The end. Oh yeah, Absolutely. they were just it was like just outrageous. Right, but I kind of feel like that's how Curve is getting. Yeah, Curve is insane. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yo, this shit is crazy. It's absolutely insane. I like that Curb gave us a little bit of Seinfeld within yeah. the shows, yeah. like when they were like bringing Seinfeld back. Oh yeah, in they, the episode. Yeah. they gave us an episode. They right? gave us, they yeah. gave us Seinfeld, and yeah. I was like, yeah. thank you. That's dope. And who better to do it than Larry, than Larry David? David. Yeah, yeah that was dope. Yeah, man. But so Leon, that's... Leon is. 
Yeah, so funny. JB Smooth, that was the best addition. He's a scene stealer. He's yeah, he definitely is. He's a scene stealer. Because even when he's just sitting there chewing, no, he's the funniest thing. Yeah, dude, man's hilarious. The other day he was like, Larry's like, oh, what's that smell? He's like, kitchen. Like we don't be walking in. What's that smell? It's kitchen. That's the smell. He, because my intro to him was on this show called Till Death with Brad Garrett. Wait, what was that oh. show? It was on Fox for like a couple seasons. It was Brad Garrett and I think uh, Patricia Heaton. I feel like I, I feel like I'm it was on Fox. Mm-hmm. And JB Smooth came on there for just a couple episodes. Then they made him a regular, and I was just like, "Who is this man?" <laughs> Little did I know. Wow, JB yeah, Smooth. He's funny, man. I feel like he's mm-hmm. perfect dude, for that. Mad yeah. funny, man. Perfect for that, man. Mad funny. Yeah, dog. Bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, yes. man. This is a pleasure, man. For doing this. It's, it's an honor. Oh, man. Yes. I'm honored. One of the dopest, man. Great conversation. Get all this, man. Um, yeah, this was this was a good time. We're going to have to have you back. Yeah, yes. hell yeah, bro. Whenever you come down here, let us know. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to the house now. We got space to entertain people. Yeah. You're always yeah. welcome to the crib. Yeah. Sure. We got a sure. guest room if you we need to crash. Y'all got a roof? Yeah, we got a roof. We got, working, we got a shower. We got a working no, bathroom. Dope. No blizzard. No, yeah. uh, nobody taking defecating nah. outside. Well, nah, with the cat. The, cat, the cat might. might but but the cats, you, know, you might see the cats do it. But, but they ain't going to be pleasuring themselves. <laughs> Actually, they might on the licks. You know, yeah. it just depends. You know what? Yeah. I don't know. Still pull up. It might It might feel like Newark, New Jersey. But oh, anytime, man. bro. Those are the memories. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, man. Uh, anything you need to plug to the people? Uh, yeah, man. Just you know, just go to Locksmith on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or my site is I Am Lock. Lots of new music coming, a lot of things in the works. Uh, yeah, just got a new song um, with Paige Kennedy. Oh, that's my guy. That's your guy. He yeah. told me that. He says yeah. like, "Yo, that's my guy." Mm-hmm. We need to get it's a Paige. dope song. It's Paige Kennedy, Royce the Five Nine, My Son, Graph, Three D Not T, The Game. Ransom, Locksmith, all on one Damn. song. It's like super bars. <laughs> he, just, he just dropped it today. So Yo. yeah, it's called it's called Grand Finale. So we redid the DLC yeah. track. You know what I mean? Grand I gotta Finale. Pull up on this. Yeah, Whose yeah. project is this on? Page. Wow. Yeah. I gotta pull up to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out, man. Yes. I haven't even listened to the whole thing. I heard like the rough when I was put get put my verse on it, some of it, but I haven't even heard the whole thing. I saw he just Posted it. Oh, so. I got to pull up. Yeah, got to pull up. Shout out to Paige yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. Um. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, man. Uh. Thank you to the patron saints in here with the good questions. Shout out to Sabrina holding yeah, us down on the production tip. Yeah. I think this saying? is my first uh, podcast, man. Like, really? Ever? Real like in sit down podcast. I want to say. Oh, you were oh, great, man. Yeah, I haven't I haven't it. really done too many because. But I knew you would have good stuff to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a good yeah, time. It was I'm honored a good time. then. Yeah. yeah, it's the day brewer. Yeah, yeah. day brewer. The day brewer, as they say in Chicago. Yeah, man, the day brewer. They need to get some uh, vegan Harold's chicken. I'm with it. Uh, <laughs> if, they can, if they can do it and mash the sauce and the yeah, the sauce is what makes it. Oh man, I used to think it was ketchup growing that up. Is, I was like, oh no, this is a special, special sauce. sauce. There is a a vegan restaurant that's literally they veganized because they have the white bread, right? Where they got the white bread yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, they usually I, put it at the bottom. I'm following somebody that posted it. It's like, it's a, like the it's vegan, like a fake Harold's the chicken, vegan, vegan Harold. Ooh. I, I was like, I, ain't I would like Harold's to try chicken. that. Hopefully, okay. they 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 mash the sauce because yeah. that's that's what it is. That's Harold's. Honestly, claim. when I had the chicken, I was like. And then I put the sauce. I was like, yeah, oh, I get it. that it's that sauce that makes it magical, man. Mm-hmm. Grew up on that mess. Much love, my brother. Yeah, man. But appreciate you. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, and we out of here. You're boom.